Let's go! Welcome to the basement. Yo, it's safer down here, cause that hundred flow will leave you on the pavement. And most of y'all like, wait a minute. The stuff that I be thinking is the stuff that Timmy out here boldly saying. Bow your heads, close your eyes, say your prayer. God got purpose for your life, stay prepared. We went viral and we didn't know who cared. Shout out to all of y'all that clicked, subscribe, and shared. Hey, we are on our way. Deathbed confessions, this is all I'll say. Like my last ten dollars, this is all I'll pay. The basement's all inclusive, this is all I'll stay. Believers, church hurt, atheists, agnostics, deconstructionists, and whatever your other optics. Press B and let's see what can be when we ask the Holy Spirit to come between you and me. What's up, my Tomies? I hope you're doing well. Listen, I'm on the set right now, and Tom is giving away six courses for the price of one. The Good Friday Sale. Dang, it's too good. Six courses for the price of one. And so if you could not afford course by course by course, you better get in now. I can't even remember all the ones that they're doing. What's the first one? Peace of mind. Peace of mind is the first. Listen, if you don't have peace of mind, you need to get it. What's the next one? Creating in chaos. Listen, this is the one that takes care of the distortion of your life and gives you clarity in a way that you've never had it before. Next. Led. If you want to be led by the Holy Spirit, then you need to get this course because this is the one that's going to show you how to lead and guide your life through the Holy Spirit's prompting. <laughs> the back row guide to Easter uh, is 50% about Easter and 50% about people that have been hurt in church. And so if you have felt distant or, or in any way reticent about stepping back into a community, a household of faith, let this course be a blessing to you. Next, Peace of Mind 7-Day Devotional. Take everything from the course and break it down so that you can have seven days in a row when you're intentional about your peace of mind. And finally, y'all been asking for it and we couldn't wait to give it to you. Upset the Vows is a course that Juliet and I will walk you through to get you some tips, some tools, some resources so that you and your spouse can be closer than you've ever been before. Upset the vows. Y'all giving away me and Juliet's juiciest stuff for the price of one course? Where they do that at? Well, I'll tell you why we did it. It's Good Friday. What the heck are we even doing? I need you to go to tomeapp.com slash Friday. But wait, there's one more thing. My name's Chris and I'm the CEO of Tome. And when we started Tome a few years ago, we had something called Tome Stories. And they were designed to help you understand what the Bible means in your everyday life. And because you've asked, we are bringing them back. And when you get Tim's Good Friday Easter bundle, you're going to get 12 months of Tome Stories absolutely free. Welcome to the basement, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Tim Ross. I'm so grateful that you all are with us today. Shout out to my press bees. Shout out to my dwellers. Shout out to the promoters. Shout out to all them cash app and pay pal people. Y'all generous. Y'all so generous. Thank you so much. You keep us here. It's one thing to get here. It's another thing to stay here. And thank y'all so much for supporting this content. Uh, from wherever you're supporting it from. So shout out to North America, South America, uh, North North America, or, or still North America if it's Canada. I was just trying to give them some Canadian love. 
uh, Australia, Africa, the whole continent, um, Europe. Yeah, you see, I'm being generic, right? Because he started shouting out like specific countries. Like, you didn't say mine, so I don't want to do that. Um, so listen, to say I'm excited about my guest today would be an an egregious understatement. Um, I have admired uh, this woman. Uh, for a long time and the fact that I just get to sit down and have a conversation with her today is amazeballs as Juliet would say Juliet says amazeballs so I'm gonna say amazeballs it's amazeballs to have with me today uh author writer speaker hip-hop artist I'm gonna just go ahead and call you an MC there, there's some people that rap and there's some people that are MCs you're an MC Thank you. spoken word artist uh and I do need more of my cans Sammy I don't know how it was fading, but uh, I need some more. Um, she is all those things and more. And I don't know where we going in this conversation today. Listen, y'all, just buckle up, Buttercup. I don't know what we talking about. I don't know what we diving into. That's one of the things I love about the basement. Uh, but I want to present to some, introduce to others, the one and only, the incomparable. Jackie Hill Perry in the house. Ooh. Let's go. Confetti, confetti. Confetti, confetti. <laughs> That's always my sound effect is okay. that DJ. A little Coachella. Look, like yeah, that. yeah, a little something. Yeah. Little, okay. little Coachella, little Coachella. Hi. How you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm all right. Good. Yeah. I'm so grateful you came. You got me out here in, in this this lavish land of yours. <laughs> they, they, don't, they be seeing your face. They ain't seen the lavishness <laughs> that the Lord has blessed you with. Well, you know, I, I most guests have to wear a black hood uh, mm. to be driven up to the location, and then we just peel it off. That would be wise. <laughs> but um, I'm so, thank you for coming to my house, thank not you. just on the pod. Yeah. To my house. Now this is different. I don't think I've ever done this. Are you serious? Yeah, I've never flown somewhere to be <clears throat> on somebody's podcast. So I value you, what you're what you're doing and all the things. And we had a little moment back there. We nice. did, but I'm about to have another one. <laughs> Cause I'm 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 really sensitive right now. <laughs> so this is nice. Thank you, Jackie. That means a lot. No problem. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And to Preston and your children. Please give them my warmest regards for allowing you to come spend a half a day with us. Yeah. Like that's, I do not take that for granted. Yeah. Family is incredibly important to me. Yeah. And so, uh, especially for what it is that we do, mm -hmm. the family has to be wired a certain way for sure to, you know, release us to do it. So, yo, okay. So let me set this up. Uh, because, uh, one of the things that we talked about before we jumped on was, um, God has given you um, an incredible amount of influence um, that has already um, kind of permeated uh, uh, a large uh, part of the body of Christ, right? And so in having you on, I didn't want to, I didn't want this to be like the, 15,000th time mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that you had to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so you used to be gay. <laughs> How was that? So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're not gay no more? When you see women walk down the street, do you look at their butts? What is the prayer that you pray? I need to give it to my daughter. Speak slow when you say it, because I want to write it down. I want to write it down and give it to my gay daughter. 
and my bisexual son. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Oh my god! Sorry. So, so what had happened was mm. that's what we didn't want this to be, yes. right? Is uh, for the for the twenty thousandth time, how was that conversion for yeah. you? How did that go? Four babies later, mm-hmm. how you feeling? You, you gonna stick with it? Is it gonna you gonna ride this thing out? Or? I bet <laughs> I should by now. <laughs> so I I want I didn't want this to be that. I didn't want this to be uh um a, a creative rehashing. Mm. Um, go buy her book. How about that? Right. Go listen to her albums. How about that? Go Google Jackie Hill Perry and go watch. You know, spend a day binge, binging the content. Yeah. I wanted to muse about what's in your head now. Yeah, what you thinking about now? What's on your heart now? Um, this doesn't have to be um a point of uh to jump off, but what um as if I wasn't already endeared to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, on on Instagram they have a little thing in the um like when you go into your uh DMs, uh you know you can leave like these little 24 hour messages. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I saw yours for a few days and, uh, uh, for a few days I was just praying for you because I think your allergies had hit and you was using Flonase and all kind of other stuff. You you use it. And there was like a 24 hour update of like, y'all still pray and Flonase better work and all this stuff. So (laughs) I'm just like, I'm just over there like, okay, Oh, she's going to be all right. Because pollen is pollen is a thing. Everybody in the family has allergies except me, okay. so I have to, you know, I have to. I just, you know, my you're, heart goes out to him. But you're the not, you're the elect. I'm. <laughs> I was predestined mm-hmm. to not have pollen. Elect of God. <laughs> so so, but but one day, I saw Ezekiel eight is still happening, and I'm like, this is my sister from another Mister because. I don't know many people that's just in Ezekiel to begin with. You know what I mean? And if they are, it's only 37. It's it's never about the will in the middle of the will. It's always going to be about, can these dry bones live, right? But to be just, to randomly be in Ezekiel 8 and to put it as your 24-hour message, like, Ezekiel 8 is still happening. Let me go see if that lemonade is done. Like, you know what I mean? It was just like, Oh my God! I think she reads the Bible like I read the Bible. Like we be we be seeing stuff. Yeah. So um, that that interested me because I'm I'm um, and and what's so funny is when you put that my res- I didn't I don't think I responded to you, but in my head I'm like, well, if Ezekiel if if Ezekiel eight is still happening, and Ezekiel thirty six is still happening as well, and Ezekiel thirty five is still happening yeah. as well, thirty three is still happening as well. So, um. Yeah, what's on your mind now? Like, what what is what is Jackie musing right now? I'm grieved. You're grieved. Yeah. Okay. I'm grieved. Um, be so. I had just come out of a conversation <clears throat> with my husband. Uh, he had a conversation with somebody who is in kind of like the Christian gospel industry in particular. Yep. And they were just talking about how they want to get out of. <clears throat> How they 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 want to get out of the Christian gospel industry because of how sinful it is, mm. and they were he was kind of downloading to me some of the observations that have been made, 
and some of the uh not even observations as if it's a, a minor thing like kind of some of the consistent behavioral patterns in many of the top artists yep and it grieved me because i felt like one god won't be mocked right period but two it felt like man like ezekiel 8 when he talks about how he goes into the temple and how in every section of the temple there's idolatry happening. I read it. Ain't ain't that crazy? I, like when you wrote it, I mean when you posted that, I I, I went and read it right he then. He dug into the wall. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Went yeah. into a room. Yeah. And you got the priests bowing down to these images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like that's still happening. Mm-hmm. The priests are mm-hmm. still bowing down. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Mm-hmm. So they're bowing down to money. Mm-hmm. They're bowing down to fame. Mm-hmm. They're bowing down to followers. They're mm-hmm. bowing down to all of the women that they have access to mm-hmm. because they sing about Jesus, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, I'm grieved. That's how I feel. <sighs> the Christian industry, we don't want to use that language, right, 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 but that's right. what it is. It is an industry. It's it's an industry that has so many snares attached to it. Yeah. And I guess part of me feels like, what are we going to do about it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are we going to do about it, Jackie? I don't know. We got to start rebuking more. Like, I'm like, do I make a reel? Like, what is- <laughs> we, need a, we need a list of rebuke reels. I don't know what to do. Okay. Um, well, I think talking about it helps. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely do. Because um, one of the things that uh, I feel like this platform is meant to do is to put people on alert. Yeah. Like the whole thing about the basement was letting people know, like, don't go to that hundred yeah. floor. It looks like the place to go. You don't want to be up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so in the same way, when you think about Christian music, where it is now ain't new. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like this has been going on for decades. Yes. Yeah decades and we don't want to in hindsight give an honest review Mm -hmm. of some of the people that laid the groundwork for keep going where christian music is today Mm -hmm. so since i'm usually the one come on here james cleveland oh Lands. James Cleveland, many would regard as the godfather mm-hmm. of gospel music and perversion. Yeah. They don't it's say documented. That. They don't say the perversion part. Mm-hmm. But we don't do an honest review like the Bible does. Yeah. Of its kings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the Bible was completely uncensored. Those chroniclers had zero chill yeah. when it came to the review of their kings, no, including right. our beloved David, yeah. including Solomon. Yeah. And we like to point to Saul and Rehoboam and, mm-hmm. you know, all the, but it, there was an honest review of everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, this was a man after God's own heart and, and he had Uriah killed mm-hmm. <laughs> and took his little wife and they first baby dad and so so if that's honest and we can't be honest then we're not informed Mm. on what's going on now yeah james cleveland (laughs) 
was a practicing mm -hmm. homosexual mm -hmm. while singing gospel music. He turned out countless mm -hmm. artists and musicians, not just in their careers. Mm -hmm. Oh, that um, Tim, if you say that like that, that's going to be. And in their rears. <laughs> it was right there, and I didn't know if That's I, the most ridiculous thing I, I've ever heard you say. I, <laughs> I didn't know it was about to. It was right there. I used to rap, too, so the stuff be coming. So if, if we're not going to say that, if we can't say that that happened, mm -hmm. then what you're grieved about now we might as well not even talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it feels uh, demonic. Um, it feels evil. It feels concerning on many levels. And I empathize on some level with the snares, right? Oh, I do too. Absolutely. You know, like I, I understand how there can kind of be this de disorienting uh, thing that happens in the mind when you're being used. Mm -hmm where you really start to think that the usefulness mm -hmm. is evidence for intimacy. Mm. And it's just not, yep. it's just not hypocrites are very useful to the kingdom. Um, whether that's to lead some people into darkness as judgment, you know what I'm saying? Like the Lord be doing that. Like you got Pharaoh, he hardened his heart yep. as a means of accomplishing a goal. Right. And so it's like, you, you can very well be a donkey. Right. Right. Being used. And right. so I, I'm, but I, I guess my thing is, it's like, it's so hard because also some of the discipleship and the, the, the rebuke is supposed to happen within a local body. Right. Correct. But if you're not in a body because you're getting called to teach or to preach or to sing at everybody else's local body, then you ain't even got nobody to rebuke you or to build you up Let or to exhort you and the people that's around you doing the same thing. That's and exactly so right. even when you compare yourself, you think you're a greater, like, how do I say this? I've had conversations with people where they're like, well, I'm not sleeping with a lot of women because they're measuring their standard of holiness yeah. with other ratchet people. Absolutely correct. Yeah, absolutely correct. Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let, let me co-sign Does that on. sound judgmental? No, 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 no. It's, it's just fact. Okay. Yeah, it's just fact. Well, well listen, the, there is a difference between um, fruit inspection and judgment. Yeah. Judgment has to like do... It. Judgment has to do with the the finality of your soul. Mm. Fruit inspection has to do with your behavior. Yeah. And we shall know them by their fruits. Like yeah. I, I can only go off of the fruit that I'm seeing. Yeah. If I don't have context, I stand to be corrected. Right. Which is why I don't like to speak until I have yeah. more facts. I, I wanted to be a homicide detective. So I take that part very seriously, but just to offer uh, both validation and identification to your statement, um, there, there was somebody that um, uh, took a church mm -hmm. and the, the board, uh, the, the, this, this person had uh, issues sexually yeah. with women, right? Um, very promiscuous person. But this person is a candidate to be a pastor. Yeah. Okay. And the board's, Judgment is, at least he's not sleeping with dudes. Oh, okay. So, so this is, 
this is where we are. Yeah. There's now a scale. Uh-huh. Like, like instead of just calling it all perversion, uh-huh. <laughs> right? Yeah. There, there's now a scale of like what's intolerable yeah. on the on the sin scale. Because let's be clear, heterosexual fornication is just as perverted as homosexual sex because that's not according to God's original design. You're, you're not created to give your body to all these different women that you're not in covenant to. And so I, that's just Genesis 1 and 2. Okay. And Ephesians 5. This, this is... So now let me throw in Genesis 19. Come on here. Right? Yeah, yeah. So so literally that thought is the same thought that was embedded in Lot mm. when they were beaten on that door yeah. and said, bring those angels out. And his response was, no. Take my daughter. Just take my daughter. Fam. <laughs> do, Lot, do you hear you? Do you actually? He- but wait, but wait. Since we're here, why was he called Righteous. I still try. I I don't don't no <laughs> no Jackie, and don't point. That's Teach it. <laughs> yellow yellow glasses. Come on, and go. <laughs> I know you I, know. I don't know. I read it in Jude, and I'm like, because nothing about his journey seems faithful. No, not at all. And Jude's like he was disgusted by the righteousness that or Jude or. Or Second Peter, one of them. Oh, no. He uh, he was disgusted by the righteous. You know, he was a righteous man who couldn't take what he was around. Yeah, he voluntarily moved there. Yeah, no, he did. He voluntarily. He asked Abram if he can go. There That's exactly there. right. Yeah, and then he moves there. Then he becomes one of the city officials because yeah. he's at the gate. Yeah, so. That's why those dudes turned on him and was like, how are you going to talk to us like this? You've been on the city council for years and you ain't said nothing about our behavior. Yeah. We're going to do you worse than we're going to do the angels. No. So you can be so perverted that you actually think, well, hey, sex with angels is wrong. But if you just take my daughters, that won't be mm-hmm. right. Then to then to be able to escape your wife's a pillar of salt and your daughters to be like, you know, what would be a good idea. Let's do it to dad. Let's get daddy drunk. <laughs> On Tuesday, I'm going to do them. On Wednesday, you're going to do them. And at least we'll have some children. Do you know that's who, that's who the children of Israel kept falling with? The Moabites? They all came from hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So, so hmm. I, th- I think we've, we, we open up yeah. something that needs to be really addressed. And yeah. that is there's so much there's so much perversion in the body at this point yeah. that we have now just said, as long as it ain't as, it can't be this, uh-huh. right? And then we get to, then we all start choosing, uh-huh. well, well, gay sex can't, yeah. uh, just don't let it be gay yeah. sex. Uh, sex, but but not gay sex. Yeah. And then, and then uh, oh, oh, gay sex, oh, but it was just head. Yeah. Uh, uh, drug use, Oh, but it was just weed. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It, it wasn't. Look, Zach Tim's OD'd on cocaine mm-hmm. in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most heartbreaking things. I don't know if y'all remember Zach Tim's. He was a pastor. Right? He was a pastor in, in Orlando. <clears throat> he he basically was the Will Smith of Christianity. He looked like Will Smith. Wow. Handsome guy. 
uh, married to uh, 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 a beautiful wife. I think, I think his wife's name is Reva Timms. And she's still going on. I love you, Reva. But that man OD'd on Coke. Yeah. Coolio OD'd on fentanyl. Yeah. Mixed with meth. It was a deadly mix. Yeah. The body of Christ ain't doing that much better than mm. the yeah. world. Yeah. And basically what we're saying is as 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 long ooh, okay. Come on here. Dang it. Thank you, son. You got a, Holy cow. You got an armor bearer. Holy cow. <laughs> My guy. Yeah. He was like, I ain't gonna wait for dad to call for it. Yeah. I'ma just go get it. Oh, player. you're the best, Noah. I love that. I need to raise my children up. <laughs> so, 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 something just hit me, and 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 I don't even know what to do with it. But um, we're basically telling a generation sin management. Is your only way to navigate yeah. how you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I, I that that might sound vague because 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 we're all sinful creatures and we all got temptations, desires, and lessons. But basically, what we're saying is, um, as long as it don't come out, mm-hmm. if you could just do your best mm-hmm. to sing these gospel songs mm-hmm. and like. But don't hold hands with your boyfriend down the hallway mm-hmm. at the GMWA. Just mm-hmm. don't make it obvious. Mm-hmm. But, but th- that that's a part of the deceit. Because this it's, is deceit. Exactly it's, right. it's that God sees everything. That but part. But you don't care. You don't care. You know, so like, for example, when I when I first came to faith, I've, I've told this story a lot, but I think it's helpful. Um, I had uh, repented, didn't know I repented. Mm-hmm. I just knew sin is bad, terrible, God is better. Mm-hmm. And so there was a deliberate just choosing him. Mm-hmm. Didn't know what that meant, right? I go to work the next day, worked at Wendy's, and I'm dressed <laughs> the same, I look the same, mm-hmm. I walk the same, but I was not the same. Correct. And I knew I wasn't the same because I had this opportunity to steal $20. Mm-hmm. I used to steal $20 all the time because I get four blunts that way. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> the opportunity came and I had this awareness of God that I never had. And I was raised in church kind of, sort of. Yep. So it wasn't that I didn't think that God was omnipresent. Right. It was just that I cared. That's it. There, there was, there was, there was reverence there. And so to me, the, the issue of, you know, having sex with this person or not this person, getting drunk or whatever, mismanaging money and not stewarding or being generous or being jealous or self-righteous or whatever the case may be. All of that has everything to do with how we see God. Right. And if we do not see him as king and Lord and good and judge, but also savior, meaning like he can he can actually save you and set you free from the thing. You're thirsty. All of that is thirst. Right. You keep having sex with all these people because you're thirsty. Right, right, you're right. going to these witches right. because you're thirsty. Right. You're going to these psychics and these mediums because you need guidance. Right. Guess what? We have Proverbs. Right, right, right. right. We have Ecclesiastes. Like, and so, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. <sighs> I'll drink my coffee. 
My sweet, nah, this sweet, is, sweet coffee. This is <laughs> <laughs> sweet heavenly coffee. Tastes like sweet tea. Uh, <laughs> Legitimately. Lipton. <laughs> not Lipton. With sugar, not honey. Not Lipton. You ever had uh, iced tea where they put sugar in it and it ain't dissolved yet? So you the just crystals. Eat, it, you drinking these granules? <laughs> like, why you give me that? You ain't got a spoon? You couldn't even let me <laughs> stir it? You ain't gonna do nothing. All right, so... Okay, so um, you saying that um, resonates with me. I, I promise you, I, I think we were separated at birth <laughs> because we're the same height. So <laughs> <laughs> we it. we we literally um, my my um, my conversion was real. Mm. I told you I was sitting in the back row of my parents' church. No sermon was preached. No altar call. I'm a PK. I heard every sermon. Mm -hmm. I heard God. Mm. I didn't hear it. As a matter of fact, when I was 18 years old, yeah. uh, my uncle came through. My uncle was a coach preacher, and he ran revivals. Um, and he came to our church, and he basically scared everybody into mm -hmm. the kingdom, mm -hmm. right? But f fear wears off, right? Mm -hmm. He tried it. He tried. He tried it mm -hmm. on my brother and I. My my younger brother is deceased, so um, he preaches this sermon. Then he, then he says, "You two stand up." And so we stood up, and we're we're standing. I got my two diamond stud earrings, and you know I, my whole Cali vibe was on. Mm -hmm. Right? Look at that. Look at you standing there with them earrings and things. If you died right now, you'd bust hell wide open. And we're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he was like, uh, uh, you need to give your life to Christ right now because there could be a bullet outside with your name on it. And you need to give your life to Jesus right now. And uh, you're already standing. And since you're already standing, you might as well come to the altar. Mm -hmm. But if you sit down, hell will be your everlasting home. <laughs> Not everlasting. I'm like, I'm going to start using that. Damn. <laughs> like, what is happening right True. now? So I'm standing there. My brother Miles is uh, standing next to me. And, uh, you know, with a sibling, you can just make eye contact and have a whole conversation, right? So my brother's telling me with his eyes, hey, dog, I'm going to do whatever you do. Like, you go up, I'll go up. You sit down, I'm going to sit down. Mm. And I'm like, bet. So I looked at him. And I sat down. Yeah. What, what was I supposed to do? Yeah. Like I didn't hear God. Like I don't. I'm sorry. I didn't hear God. So I sat down. And Miles sat down, obviously. And then his wife jumped up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The Bible says that the day that you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Mm. And my mouth. It's redeemed now, mm -hmm. but I used to be a battle rapper, so that clap back, and I was a comedian, so mm -hmm. that clap back is ever present. Mm -hmm. I just have to let it. In times of trouble, in, it's ever. <laughs> it's a very present help. Yeah, okay, yeah. so I'm, you know, I gotta let them zingers pass. I, I, but I was 18, and and so she said, "The day you hear his voice, harden not your heart." And I said, "Well, that's the problem. I don't hear God's voice. I only hear y'all's." Mm -hmm. Hello. And they had to move on with the service. That was an awkward pivot. But I was like, 
What you want me to do? So in First Thessalonians <laughs> chapter five. So Saints, we just gone. <laughs> he didn't talk to me for six months. Wow. And I was like, well, I don't I don't want that God. Yeah. Year and a half later, two years later, whatever, in the same church, back row, no sermon. I give my life to Jesus. When I tell you none of the desires I had, I tell people all the time, I gave my life to Jesus. I was a born again porn addict. Like that thing, I wish that thing would have looked at my hands and they looked new, looked at my feet and they yeah. did too. It didn't drop off me like that. Yeah. But I remember, Jackie, the way I felt about it was different. Yeah. I could not enjoy it mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. There was no enjoyment. There was no pleasure. There was no comfort. There was no solace. Mm-hmm. I was convicted mm-hmm. of this being something that did not line up with God's will for yeah, my life. Yeah. yeah. And that conviction made it a fight. Yeah. yeah. Right? These people ain't even fighting. Yeah. I, I I think I think when people something that some people need to to know and hear is that you also have to manage the conscience. Right? Good. And so you come to faith, the Lord regenerates you, gives you a heart of flesh, removes your heart of stone, but every time you make a decision for the flesh, every time you make a decision against God's spirit, you're hardening yourself. Mm. And so that's why you can get to a point where you're no longer grieved by what used to grieve you. Right. Where you, you no longer feel convicted about what used to convict you. Right. And so it's like, how are we bump managing sin? How are we stewarding our conscience? That's good. You know, like yeah. moving in a direction where it stays soft. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it stays supple. Yes. You know? Like that's important. It's, it's, it's very important. Even with my boys, um, my, I'm always doing a heart check on them. Mm. If I discipline them and there there isn't that feeling of contrition, mm. if it's if they don't cry easily, mm. I'm always monitoring, is your heart still soft? Mm-hmm. Are you just doing stuff and just telling them, oh, I'm sorry, but are you really, like, did, is this breaking your heart, that what you're doing? Because yeah. you know it's breaking my heart and mommy's heart, or is it just like you just placating us to go on and you're looking for the next opportunity yeah. to not get you know let me do it in a way next time where i don't get caught yeah. as opposed to mm. i need to stop this behavior yeah okay so so um to that point that you made i'm not you know i mentioned james cleveland obviously james cleveland's not the you know the epicenter of yeah. sin right yeah. right in any stretch of the imagination I just know my mama went to his funeral and she saw the scene at his wake mm. and she was like this I mm. Mm. It, it was it was very very telling right yeah. but if we if we if we if we trace him and men like him forward mm. and these have been the disciple makers of the next generation then this is learned behavior yeah th- th- this is how you are you some of these people that where I have empathy is I don't believe anybody gets into ministry or gets into a relationship with God to embarrass him. Right mm-hmm. here. I am Lord. Use me yeah. to embarrass your name and mine mm-hmm. right here. I am Lord. Let me get to a church of 20,000 and then let me completely hurt everybody, mm-hmm. including your name. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm like, so, so if that's not the case, What's happening? Well, mm-hmm. some people are, they got this one thing on the side that keeps hardening their hearts yeah. slowly, 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 right? You got other people, they didn't stand a chance. Mm, yeah. 
That's true. Jackie, they never stood a chance. That's true. They came in green. Mm. And they were, the way that it started for them is this is how mm. this works. Mm -hmm. You can't go up in this denomination yeah. unless I got something on you. Yeah. I'll give you a story. I got stories for days. Okay. In this story, mm -hmm. it's a young man who's in a particular denomination that shall remain nameless. And uh, he's a rising star in the denomination. And he goes to, this is where this goes, girl. So, so he goes to preach at like a bigger jurisdictional mm -hmm. thing. And uh, he's excited, like, he's telling his wife, oh, my goodness, baby, I, I'm coming up in the denomination. And da, da, da. His church is thriving. His, you know, his reputation is being elevated within this denomination. So he goes, flies to this conference. Uh, he gets picked up by, like, you know, uh, you know, an attendant, you know, the hospitality crew, mm -hmm. whatever, a deacon and, and some lady. So they get, you know, he gets picked up from the, from the airport, goes to the hotel, and uh, goes to check in. The lady comes with him to check him in. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, well, I'm going to just go up to the room with you as well and just make sure, but not into the, you know, he's not thinking go into the room, right? So, but I'll escort you to your room. But, but. So they get to the room and he opens the door and, he, you know, looks at the room. Oh, it's really good. She's still at the door. So he turns around. And, Thank you so much. And what time would you be picking me up to go to the service and blah, blah, blah. And she gives him all those details. And she's like, well, if there's anything that you need, please let me know. And he's like, okay, I, I absolutely will. Mm -hmm. And, and she's like, anything that you need, just let me know. Mm -hmm. And he's like, absolutely. Amen, sister. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so six 30 is going to be the pickup. Right. And she looks at him and she's like, he ain't picking up the clues. He ain't picking up the clues. Mm -hmm. To ensure he does, mm -hmm. she says, if there's anything you need. Mm -hmm. Now, this sounds like a movie. This sounds like. No, I believe it. I've seen, I've, yeah. Right? Yeah. It sounds like. This is a thing. Th this could never happen. Yeah. She shows, she pops out a titty. Mm -hmm. And was like, if there's it's anything sad. you need. And he. Got so shook, he he slammed the door in her face. So he crying in the room, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, right? He don't know what to do. He called his wife. I didn't do nothing, but this girl just flashed her titty at me <laughs> at the door. And, Baby, I promise you, I didn't try to do nothing to make this happen. Uh, so he going crazy, right? So then he's shook. You know, I got to get to the place, and I got to tell the bishop before uh, uh, she tell him that I tried to do something. So he's his mind's going crazy. Yeah. So he gets picked up. Not by the same two people gets to the to the to the church and they're in the green room and he's uh bishop uh I just gotta tell you this 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 lady she exposed herself to me and 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 I just want you to know I didn't do nothing she just you know I was just asking what time the service started and if there's anything you need and then this is the way she responded and he looked at her and he said mm -hmm. mm. that's what happened mm -hmm. and he said yeah I just wanted you to know and he said. Well, it looks like you failed the test, son. Mm -hmm. And he said, I'm, I'm sorry. He said, do you honestly think that you're going to go anywhere within this movement and we don't have no dirt on you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
some of these people don't stand a chance because the culture that they were introduced to Jesus in mm -hmm. is a perverted culture. Mm -hmm. So without a, almost an extraction, and I know the Lord will never leave somebody without an opportunity right. to get out. But this is why Lot had to get snatched up out of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody, they, the angels had to physically put hands on this yeah. fool to get him out because he was uh, but, but sometimes, you know, I think those are opportunities to ask the question of what is God's will for me, right? And so God's will might not be for him to have progressed in that denomination. It might be for you to stay low-key and anonymous, you know, and, and be a preacher at a local church with 50 people that nobody ever knows. And so I, I think we have plans for our lives that, That's you know, really where we come against these these blocks or these all the things. But it's like if God is for you, nobody can be against you. Right. So it's like hypothetically speaking, if it was God's will for him to go up, he would have found a way around that without having to sacrifice his soul. I agree. His marriage, his children. And so I just I just feel like stuff like that is just it's just giving demon. <laughs> that's what that was given to me like that's literally the most demonic yeah, thing yeah for like sure. like oh, for sure jesus said like no you need to put the little thing around your neck and right right yourself. yeah exactly the if millstone absolutely kill yourself yeah yeah absolutely for sure absolutely yeah it is it's giving big demon vibes so so i don't like that i don't like it either and but i agree with you that that is that is the point where you have to make your decision yes I value my character and yes. my integrity yes. more than my name, yes. my position, my title. I'll walk away from all of this. Yes. If this is what this means, yeah. I must chunk deuces. And truth be told, the, he was testing him, but so was the Lord. Because I've had opportunities, plenty of them. I agree. Where something is put before me and I sense a check in my spirit where it's like, the Lord doesn't want me to do this. Right. But I know if I do do it, I have opportunities. Right. I have money. Right. I have, you know, all of these things will open up for me. Yeah. And at the point that I say yes, when God wants me to say no, I've hardened myself. Yes, absolutely. And so I, I, I think sometimes people in our sphere and space, we are being tested to say, do you love God more than anything? I agree. I Jackie, I a thousand percent agree. I, I have been... Speaking, preaching, and in ministry for 27 years, mm -hmm. I am not the greatest preacher out there. Mm -hmm. I am not the, um, I, I, I know I'm not the most popular. I'm, th there's guys way more charismatic than me. Preach the paint off the walls. I can't tie their shoes in the pulpit. I just have character, integrity, and discipline mm -hmm. that has allowed me to navigate that's good. My life in a way that I have uh, walked around landmines they stepped on. Right. I'm not better than them. Mm. I just I just know that there were certain decisions I made for my life in ministry that kept me from stepping on the landmines. That's facts. I chose my marriage yeah. over ministry. Yeah. Like if it was gonna come down to marriage and ministry, and Julia has said heard me say this ad nauseum, we'll be married twenty four years. Uh, May 1st. Praise God. Y'all should insert some applause. <laughs> at that part. Post applause yeah. for this one right Thanks here, so. right? So so we'll be married 24 years, May 1st. And legit, 
I always told Juliet, if it comes down to this marriage or ministry, I will be at CarMax. Praise God. Selling cars. Yeah. I'll be, I'm going to be saved anywhere. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So th- this ain't got nothing to do. If it, just know that I'm supposed to love you as Christ loved yeah. the church. So there ain't going to be no, mm-hmm. no fight over what I'm doing. But I've seen a lot, of, a, a lot of other guys put their marriage on the altar. Yeah. In the name of God. Yeah. Well, God, I actually heard a preacher. And, and their prayers are hindered because of it. Yeah. yeah. That's the scary part. But go ahead. I, there, there was one dude that actually said um, he got divorced from his wife. I think he had four kids with her. He got divorced from her. And the denomination told him to sit out for a year. Okay. I think he sat down for like maybe two and a half months. Okay. And then um, he was back preaching. Had to leave the whole denomination, abandon the church, go start a whole another church and all that kind of stuff. And um, they were like, what are you doing? And he was like, um, uh, God called me to preach. He didn't call me to be married. That's interesting. I'm going to sip the remaining <laughs> chai out of this I just, I just... cup while I pontificate upon the fact that this guy had a calling to ministry, not marriage. And that's why he was back in the pulpit, but he was already remarried mm. to the side chick oh. while the ink was still drying on the divorce decree. You know something I've been thinking about when I hear stories like that? When I was reading, I have to record uh, the Bible for this um audio Bible project I'm a part of. So I've been reading through the entire Bible, hence why I was in Ezekiel. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) And I put a, you know, a footnote. I was like, I got to come back to this. And uh, reading at reading Old Testament books at a time um, really gives you a big sense of Israel's history. You know, so reading through first and second Kings, reading through first and second Chronicles, reading through uh, the major minor prophets. And I was, uh, it's really saying kind of the same stuff over and over. Hey, I, I didn't, you know, gave y'all this land and this heritage and got my name on y'all and my glory is here. <laughs> y'all keep messing with the nation's idols. Y'all keep doing it. I'm going to ship y'all off. He ships them off. Yep. He sends the prophets to say God, you know, all yep. stuff. And I asked the question, I said, Lord, in Old Testament, you know, the way you judged the nation of Israel was by uh, allowing them to be taken over by Babylon or another nation, right? But it's like, how how are you doing that now? Mm. Right? Mm. Like, um, Americans are not going to be given to another nation. And what I'm thinking is that we'll just be given over. Because Romans 1, what happens when we continue to worship idols? He gives us over to a debased mind Facts. to do what, not all, what ought not be to... Do what ought not to be done. Right. And that seems worse. It is worse. Than being given over to a nation. Because now you're given over to a state of mind that feels right. Absolutely correct. And that scares the mess out of me. Well, um, I'm horrified. If you're scared, I'm horrified. Because at least if I was given over to another nation while in bondage, I would recall my freedom mm-hmm. and long for it. Mm-hmm. I, my soul would long for the restoration of not only my freedom, but to worship my God. Yep. I shudder at the thought that I would get up from this chair and think every thought that I have thereafter 
is correct. Mm-hmm. That's scary. <laughs> what? I want no parts of that. Yeah. That's frightening. Yeah. Um, I do see that. I see that with this nation right now. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like evangelicals would say that they are trying to be the conscious to to counter. And I would go on to say that they are a large part of the perpetuation of all of it. Yeah. I don't even want to go there. Because <laughs> loving babies is awesome. Just go there then. Because if you start with that, then you... We should love babies. We should. They, they are beautiful beings. So cute. Made in the image of God. Absolutely. Supple and soft. Adorable centers is what they are. bald. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> fully depraved, but cute. Absolutely. But we got to love people too, right? And a part of loving people is also making policies that ensure that people will live. Not just babies, but children in schools. Absolutely. And right. what's messing that up? Guns. Right. So it, it's just so many things. Yeah. No, whatever. The 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 we're, um, we're addicted to violence in America. We 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 adore it. Yeah, that's how it started. That demon ain't went away. It's still very much here. <laughs> this is a possessed nation, and I don't I don't really I don't I don't know why we don't see that. But who am I? Where you go? <laughs> I, I that I had to pause because we're at a point in our culture where we can't make a statement without it being politicized, mm-hmm. without it being categorized. Yeah. Or you must be left or right. You must be centrist. You must be uh, independent. You must be pro this or uh, against that and when you or, or, or this is critical race theory this is uh, you, you know the reimagining of, a, of American history I just don't know where our all of our revisionist history comes from yeah. again if 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 America's narrative was as um, transparent as the Bible's mm. Mm. then we'd all be good. Mm-hmm. Like four score and seven years ago mm-hmm. and this happened. Like, you know what I mean? But to that point, we, violence is in the, 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 is in the bone marrow. Yeah. Of America. Yeah. You, you don't come to a new land and survive mm-hmm. without fighting. Mm-hmm. Just say that. Yeah. But let's not act like we have been the diplomats of diplomacy, mm-hmm. the, the 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 curators of refined culture. Yeah. Right? That we came to this nation like this. Mm-hmm. The founders of this nation. We're just gonna negotiate our way into all of this land. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all was some gangsters. No, it was intense. It was very, very intense. Yeah. It was very, very graphic. It was very, very bloody. It was th- th- that's been seen throughout history. Yeah. We're the only ones that wanna. Yeah, that's why I, I went to Rwanda a couple years ago, and I that was a really moving experience because you know the Rwandan genocide. Uh, what was that? Ninety seven, I think, or ninety four. Mm-hmm. I can't watch that movie. Like, like you know, they made even a movie. The, even the movie was incorrect. Yeah, I can't. I didn't watch it. I still got the plastic on it. it it's it's like I think two million Rwandans were murdered in about a hundred days, right? But what was significant is that we were having conversations with pastors and people. One, it's almost impossible to have a conversation with anybody in Rwanda who hasn't lost a family member. Like, imagine everybody you meet has grieved in some way like there's this collective sorrow um but they they talked about how their nation has healed so much because of the the genocide between the the hutus and the tutsis and it's because they were honest the reconciliation happened because they were honest about all of the things that led up to it right and so i i think not having honesty confession clarity yes there i think so much of the critical race theory conversation and all all of the revisionist history is you know we have a a a enemy who is a slanderer who was a liar right and he's keeping us from authentic reconciliation by not allowing people to want to be okay with telling the truth about this nation yep so even this can become a clip about, oh, look at her. Da, da, da. It's just like, man, what yeah. if this was an opportunity to repent? Maybe. Like like for real repent. Legitimately. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we can have peace. Yeah. I, I, I You know, in 2020, you know, I heard from um, a large majority of my white friends oh. uh, who, you, you, you know, out of all the black people killed um, across history, George's was Anna Maude Arbery. Those two were like, are you okay? Okay. Right? Like, they, I want to learn. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know I'll never understand. And we share the literalism, mm-hmm. right? I know I'll never understand what it's like to be black. And I'm like, yes, you can. Mm. You, you actually can understand because I'm going to tell you. Mm. And you're bright enough to get it. Mm-hmm. What you'll never do is experience it. Mm. But understand you shall. That's a good distinction. (laughs) I can never understand what you've been. Yes, you can, because I'm going to tell you. Mm -hmm. And if you really listen, Mm -hmm. instead of trying to dismiss it, Mm -hmm. you're under, with all that getting, get a understanding. Not an experience. An understanding is what it said. Wisdom is the principal thing. Proverbs 4, 7, if you need an address. Mm. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all that getting, get an understanding. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, so they wanted to talk. What do we do? How can we be a part of it? How do we change? I said, okay, it's going to be very, very easy. First of all, we need to uh, change reconciliation. Mm. It's the reason why we've never achieved it. Martin gave us the best speech of all time. Um, But because it's been analyzed as as a speech as as opposed to um, metabolized Mm. as a prophetic word, that's the reason why we've never had it. That's good. Because people keep on trying to dissect the speech. That's good. But it was a prophetic word. He was a prophet. Mm. Right? And so that was a prophetic declaration. Mm. He had a dream. Young man should have dreams. He was young man. He wasn't even 40. Mm. Young man should have dreams. Your old man should. uh, Oh, no. Young man should have visions. Old man should dream dreams. This one of them. Joel. I'll get in a minute. So, so um, uh, I said, 
um, there's no such thing as reconciliation. That's why we won't have it. Hmm. Reconcile by definition means to restore to a previous relationship. That's good. Blacks and whites in this country did not have that. Yeah. We came over as machines. Hmm. So what are we reconciling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. We need to resolve mm-hmm. the history that we that, that has happened. Mm-hmm. Let's just resolve that all of it was wrong. To your point. Yeah. Rwandans are sitting there after two million people have been wiped from the country. Mm-hmm. They all sit down and resolve that was wrong. And we had a part to play in it. Yep. And we had a part to play in it. And we all agree this was wrong. Yep. We perpetuated it. We sustained it. We systematized it. We had a strategy of how to wipe out yeah. an entire group of people. Yeah. That was wrong. Let me tell you something. Do you know the healing that comes yeah. when somebody that hurts you yeah. validates the experience you had with them? Mm-hmm. I was wrong for that. <gasps> That's all anybody wants. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask for Black Lives Matter to be on the NBA court. That's not what I asked for. Nobody asked for that coming out of 2020. Mm-hmm. But you thought it would suffice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You thought we wanted Juneteenth? We're going to celebrate the lateness and now y'all going to celebrate the lateness by being late to acknowledging it. And you want me to be okay with this? We're going to, we've acknowledged Juneteenth. We put Harriet on a, on a, on some of our money. We should, how are you still mad? I don't understand. You guys should feel better now. <laughs> Haven't we done enough? You sound like the last Batman. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The three hour Christian, Batman? The Christian Bale. Oh, the Christian Bale. That one, that one. <laughs> His mouth is so interesting to me. That's it what is. Like. Yeah. His, yeah. His, it's, it's an interesting lips. It, it, it is. Yeah, I can't explain it. I can't eat, but I see it because yeah. I, I noticed it. But that's what it was given. It's giving Christian Bale. <laughs> you guys should be good now. I bet, man. Um, so so I, I'm very, my conversations with them was, when they asked, what, what, what is the best thing that we can do? I said, I need white mirrors. Hmm. What's that? I said, everything I'm telling you, you need to tell another white person when you're on the golf course with them. Yeah. I'm not their mirror. A black man talking to a white man is not a mirror. Yeah. A white man talking to another white man and saying, hey, Bill. That's good. Hey, 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 pal. Yeah. Hey, bro. Even though you can't say nigger out here, Bill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the problem, man? It's just us, Frank. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, buddy. I have black friends. I'm not going to let you gotta get that out of your vocabulary bill that dude needs bill needs to see yeah a white dude tell him that oh, facts not a black man trying to correct a white man's behavior mm-hmm. i need a white man to understand his black friend and go tell the other white friends he has mm-hmm. hey dog you can't talk like that around me yep. you need to rid that from your vocabulary in the same way we need black mirrors in the black community we need somebody to say put that gun away put the crack down and let's find another solution for what we're doing. It's got to be somebody f- beside Farrakhan, yeah. for God's sake. It can't be him and yeah. and and Small Al, because there was a big Al and there's a Small Al. It can't be it can't be Farrakhan and Al Small is, Al. Al is slender. You hear me? <laughs> he is small. He looked like he was on Atkins. I remember Atkins. 
No carbs. <laughs> High protein. Anyway. I had a... I think it's fascinating how we started with gospel music. And we are... To way- judgment. <laughs> to Al Sharpton. And... A high-protein diet yeah. of steak for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Is this typical? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we we, we can go okay. literally anywhere. Right. What's next? Um. Yeah, what is next? Um. All right, so if you're grieved by that, and we we can speak to that, and we hope by speaking to that, that people can... Yeah. Yeah, I've... I've pivot. I've, I've taken the posture of, I, I need to pray mm-hmm. uh, for people yep. by name. You know, uh, God, the prayers of the righteous availeth much. Yep. And I know that God, I, all I have to offer is bread in, in Christ multiplies it. And yep. so I'm just willing to just say, I'm an intercede for y'all. Yeah. And y'all don't even know me like that. Yeah, for you know sure. But I, I also think it's, it's my, if I feel responsible to, to say something out loud, I just haven't thought through how yep. yet. Yep. Um, and so I think that's a part of it and equipping the church for the work of ministry. And so the, I think if, if I can do due diligence to say, cause I even felt the Lord kind of shifting me when it comes to people I, I'm in proximity to is like, how can you disciple women in such a way where they avoid that? Right? Like how can I build up the people that I have access to so that that's never their story? That's never their testimony. And so that that's a really actionable way for me to, you know, push against the darkness. Well, that that's one of the reasons why this platform exists mm-hmm. and this podcast exists is to shed light on stuff that shouldn't be and yeah. then give them the context of what could be. I remember, uh, I'll never forget this. Um, when I was a pastor, this had to be early on because I think the Preachers of L.A. was out like... Mm-hmm. That was a while ago. A while ago, right? So, so I, I planted the church in 15 and, you know, Preachers of L.A. might have been out maybe a year or two or whatever. And so somebody came up to me, they were like, have you seen this show, The Preachers of L.A.? And, oh, my God, like, I can't believe that they would even be on a show like that, a reality show, and showing their jewelry and their... And I was like, hey, man, I hope it gets 10 seasons. Mm. And they were like, what? Mm. They were... Be, be, because um, I, I, I will say that I used to be um, so much like Peter. Mm. I I was a defender of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus needed me mm-hmm. to go make sure his rep stayed intact, right? Yeah. Like I needed to go body slam everybody. Like you doing it wrong and you doing it wrong and that's not the way he would do it. You better stop now cuz I got a sword, right? That used to be my mentality, right? And the Lord was like, "Stop." Mm. Like, "What do you stop?" Yeah. And I was like, "Okay." So then I became a pastor. And I said, I hope the show gets 10 seasons. They were like, why? And I was like, because if that show stays on, then any, if anybody sees that show and walks into this church, mm. they'll know there's a difference. Mm. And I'm down for the comparative. Mm. Right? I, I would love to put, you know, my soda can under a, a, a blank sleeve and you can put your Pepsi next to it. Mm. And then let's just do a taste test mm-hmm. and see. So, so for me, I'm like, yeah, I'm cool with the comparative. I'm cool with the comparative. Like, give us something to know what not to do. But when I'm in that pulpit, I'm not bringing up preachers of L.A. The way that you combat falsehoods is with the truth. Mm. When 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 uh, the the FBI trains their counterfeit division, they leave them 
in a room counting real currency Mm -hmm. for like four months. Not like two weeks. Mm -hmm. For a few months, all they get is the real real thing. Mm -hmm. Then, after a certain amount of time, they slip one counterfeit in. And they going through, going through, going through, going through. And mm-hmm. sums off with this one. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, what is it? Is it the weight? No, it's not the weight. Is it the ink? No, it's not the ink. But they've been exposed to the truth so much that that one counterfeit, yeah. even if they can't put their finger on it, they know. Mm. Mm. So I agree with you. Discipleship and just get, giving the truth to as many people as possible. Yeah. It's very, very, very important. Yeah. And when you can give context in the same way uh, Paul did with Timothy, beware of these people. Beware. There is a day coming when this yeah. is going to happen. And that like put put people. Get, give warning to the behavior. Yeah. Paul, outside of uh, Paul's confrontation with Peter in, in Galatians that he speaks of, Paul only named six other people. Mm. by name he found them so dangerous mm-hmm. that it wasn't just like there's you know he wasn't talking generically you know these there's these super apostles that mm-hmm. don't even think he said alexander the coppersmith did me much harm yeah, yeah. like he had to give his name and his occupation yeah. you know what i mean it was like <laughs> i'm not talking about alex the blacksmith yeah. that dude's cool but that coppersmith <laughs> that fool did me much harm well very rarely would i say a person's name mm-hmm. i could i'll just speak to the behavior mm-hmm. I'm talking about James Cleveland. James Cleveland's dead. I'm not even talking about the dead. I'm talking about the person verifiably mm-hmm. who brought something into yeah. a lot of churches that still exist today. Yeah. I'm not talking about nobody present day, yeah. even though I know who some of them are present yeah. day. But I want to pray for them. Yeah. I want them to be okay. But I, I think it's very, very important however you're going to curate and i and i i love what you haven't said is that i god has given me influence i want to steward it and before i open my mouth publicly and say something needs to be said i need to think through what i say yeah this is not going to be an ig live it might you know i did one on beyonce but that was that was months of thinking processing praying before i ever did it so so it wasn't like the lady who was like Y'all paying for them concert tickets, but you won't register for my conference. I I just butchered it. I don't think she said it like that. But it wasn't just a pop off on a No. Yeah. It, it, I I I didn't want to do it, first of all. Because I I don't I'm so um I don't like kind of that people are building their platform on criticism. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of just like these defenders of the faith when they're not really defending the faith, they're just gossiping out loud. So for me, I just didn't want to be that person, but I felt like the Lord placing that burden on me. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, if I do this, Lord, yeah. you got to speak. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I think that's the difference is that I wasn't speaking from a place of hierarchy or yeah. anything. It was like, no, I'm, I, I legitimately am concerned. Yeah for the church and yeah. how we engage with uh, entertainers and music. Yeah. So, um, Would you speak a little bit more to that? Sure. Because about Beyonce or just the general idea? G- generally, yeah. because um, coming from, coming from the background that um, uh, I believe we've both come from where hip hop was mm-hmm. a major influence in our lives. Yeah. And the, and, 
the perspective that it gives you to the world and yeah. the entertainment industry in general what what is so important yeah about the understanding of that system yeah that we need to pay attention to honestly really it's the mind um because you know when I first came to faith, I went to an apostolic Pentecostal church, right? You can, you, evidence to speak of the tongues, all the things, shoutarian, mm-hmm. all the stuff. Yeah, absolutely. G. Craig Lewis, all that. Oh, yes. So, Yeesh. I was very hyper <laughs> sanctified yes. in my music selection. Got it. Got it. Oh, God. But yeah. then I got into a non denominational church. They're a little looser. Right, right, right. And so I, I got into the whole doctrine of liberty. Mm-hmm. And I said, I could listen to whatever I want. Like, mm-hmm. I got the Lord in me. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then in recent uh, months, actually, the Lord has, ever since I wrote my book, Holier Than Now, I prayed and I said, God, this book needs to change me yeah. as I study. Yeah. Um, because I feel like that's where hip- hypocrisy is formed when you are creating something that doesn't actually have any effect on you. Mm. And so ever since I wrote it, I've just been different, right? Mm. And so in recent months, m- months, the Lord was having me cut off certain things. So what, let me start with Beyonce. I was, I was having a, I was in a hair shop getting my hair re- retwisted and I kept having these conversations with people. I'm going to bring it back to her because it is what it is. Yeah, but yeah. I kept having these conversations <laughs> with people where uh, they were saying that the Lord wanted them to throw away something or burn something. And that used to be I, I've been cynical about that because it feels like you're doing the most. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, why you just can't sell it? Why you right. got to burn it? Right, right, right. <laughs> and so I prayed and I was, I said, Lord, this conversation <laughs> keep coming up. So clearly you want me to like hear it. I said, if there's anything you want me to get rid of, anything that's profane, just tell me. I'm thinking he's going to tell me a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, a shirt I got from Balenciaga <laughs> since they like pedophiles and stuff. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. And what went through my mind was Beyonce. Wow. I said, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, clearly that's my subconscious. That's not That's not the Holy Ghost. Right, right, because right. Because I've been a Beyonce fan since I was eight. Wow. The first CD I ever received was Brandy's Never Say Never wow. and Destiny's Child Writing on the Wall. Wow. Right? So to me, so anyway, I started doing all this research, da, 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 and I made the decision to delete all of her songs out of my phone. I say that because that opened up the door for the Lord to start showing me all of this wickedness mm. that I was ingesting through music mm. that I did not know. But it was because I made that one decision that I was now sensitive mm-hmm. to God's spirit. And so I think ultimately what I think music and entertainment is is that it's mind it's mind formation it is and it dulls you where you don't even realize you're dull you don't hear as clearly as you can hear you don't discern as quickly as you can discern you're not as prayerful or mindful or sensitive you're like even i was having a conversation with my husband about this game he was playing and I, he was playing the game and it's like it's murdering people and i think i'm not saying all murdering games are bad <laughs> right, right i'm not right. saying that right 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 this one in particular, mm. I was like, there's something off mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. He's been playing it for two years. Mm. But all of a sudden, I'm sensing mm-hmm. that something's off. And mm-hmm. so I, 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 I took it to the Lord because I didn't want to bring it up to him. And then two days ago, he said, I was playing that game. And I felt like the Lord told me, I don't want you playing that. He's like, did you know that? I said, yeah, I've been praying for you. Wow. Well, all I'm saying is that the Holy Spirit gave me a check. Yep. I took it to the Lord and he confirmed it in my husband. Yep. And so I, I just think we have to be mindful. We do. Like whatever is pure, think on these things. Mm. Whatever is worthy of praise, whatever is good. That Like 
You can't even fight sin right if you don't think right. You can't. We're not going to last if we don't have a right mind. We're not. I'm sorry. Do not apologize for anything that's coming out of okay. your mouth. Okay. So so the reason why I, I get bouncy is because uh, I just, uh, one of the sermons that the Holy Spirit gave me for this year uh, was called Fix Your Thoughts. Ah. And it was literally Philippians yeah. chapter number two, like running straight or four. I don't know. It's one of them. Hold on. I'm in the paraphrase ministry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a literalist. I can't take it. Okay. I think it's. Uh, hold on. I think it's four. Yeah, it is four. Um, mm-hmm. It's too good. And I, oh, it's too good. Even reading it. Come have mercy. So, so um, this is uh, Philippians 4, 8. And this is in NLT. Uh, and this is after uh, don't worry about anything. Instead, instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. Then you experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So I, I read out of NLT, but I got everything memorized in KJV, right? So the peace mm-hmm. of God that passes all understanding shall guard their heart and mind, will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus, right? So, but then I just love the way NLT, uh, 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 it reads. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Mm-hmm. And the first three words. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Like that is a, and literally that whole sermon is just me going through. What is pure? Mm -hmm. What is holy? What is worthy of praise? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to share stuff that's not worthy of mm-hmm. praise. Like, mm-hmm. what is admirable? What is excellent? Mm-hmm. Do we even know what excellent is? Because we, we we can call some dog food excellent mm-hmm. in this culture, right? So, um, you saying that it's like like it is a one one of one of my frustrations is uh, how much what is basic instruction to the church mm-hmm. in to the church that Paul wrote to yeah. such an inconvenience to ours. Oh yeah. Because we, 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 we are really convinced that holiness, like all, all holiness is legalism or extra or doing the most. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, we're supposed to be extra. We're supposed to be doing. Jesus We're other said, if, than. Your, if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. Right. That's the most extra thing <laughs> you could ever do. If your hand caused you to sin, cut it off. That right. means you have to go through extreme measures yep. to to stay rooted in holiness and, yep. and loving Jesus. And so, to me, I think we have to be reoriented. Actually, in it, like we've come out of this kind of holiness generation, and we've swung the pendulum way over too far, and we just need to bring it yeah, back. I agree, because that's the word. That's scripture. That's scripture, and it's and it's a cheat code yeah. to sensitivity. So, so, uh, uh, por ejemplo, uh, Juli uh, is what you just said. Uh, <laughs> I said, for example, in okay. Spanish, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to interpret tongues. <laughs> That was a tongue. Yeah, so so I'm learning Spanish, and every time I say something in Spanish. You actually I, text me Spanish, and I said, what did he just say to me? Hasta pronto. What did you say? See you soon. Okay. I should have translated it. See, si. Huh? See, si. So, um, 
or see you tomorrow. It was one of them. I'll see you fast. Or see you soon. Okay. Um, Grand Theft Auto. Mm. That used to be my favorite game. Let me tell you something. I love that game. Grand Theft Auto. One, two, three. <laughs> the I one not- where you could switch characters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that, see how excited I get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, three. Vice City. Stealing and killing and <laughs> prostitutes. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Selling drugs. I didn't have no conviction between one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. When four came out, mm-hmm. the Holy Ghost was like, turn it off. Wow. And I was like, but I, out of nowhere? Out of nowhere. Why do you think he waited? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know. But but when four came out, I was playing four. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit was like, turn this off. You cannot play this. I got convicted. I and and he the first time he said it, I wish I would have been like, oh, I wish I'd be the guy that as soon as God says something, I'm yeah. like, drop it. Yeah. Done. I waited another week. <laughs> it's the worst week of gameplay I've ever had. <laughs> Trying to finish your mission. And I'm playing my storyline and I'm trying to buy another property and get get my house and get everything set up. I'm like, I won't touch the holes, Lord. I'll go around all the holes. I, if I don't... They be talking when you drive past them. <laughs> help me, help me. And so I'm like, I'm like the conviction of the Lord. Mm. And I told Juliet, I said, I, I can't play this game no more. Yeah. Like, I just feel like the Lord's telling me I can't play this game no more. She's like, all right. I, I didn't burn it, mm-hmm. but I did take the little disc out and, yeah. you know, break it and put it out. And GT, GTA 5 came out and I inquired of the Lord again. Like, yeah. is it, was it just that one? And he's like, you're done. Yeah. And that stuff hurts. It does. It feels small, but especially deal. you, you were a pastor, right? Yeah. You're a husband, you're yeah. a father. And so some of that stuff is a way to just relax. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And, and so it's like the Lord is taking a tool yeah. of relaxation away from you. There, yeah. You have there's there's some grief attached to that. Yeah, and there was. Yeah. And, and I got over it because I get to play Ghost Recon and shoot out everybody in the face. Yeah. And I don't feel no conviction at it. And yeah. all of us got stations and we yeah. all play together, yeah. right? So is that you? Hi, pretty. I love you. Hi. <laughs> you got some quiet feet. When you coming here? Oh. Funny. I love you, cutie. Got some soft feet. Come on, ninja feet. Your hair's cute. I love your face. Hey. I love you, girl. So, so, um, so I, I stopped playing that and and with music, literally, I can't know. Like, and I'm a I'm a hip hop. Mm-hmm aficionado mm-hmm. like it raised me mm-hmm. before i had jesus i had humor and i had hip-hop i yeah. wrote my first rap when i was nine years old no more games i made the beat myself on a cat on a casio um i loved i loved battle rapping it was fantastic um I, and i and i loved the art form it was like like you know i i was introduced to it when it first came out my yeah. older brother's 10 years older than me so you know, I heard East Coast rap before I heard West Coast rap, mm. right? Because K-Day. K-D- anybody in L.A. know K-Day from back in the day? You understand. And so hearing the storytelling and, you know, the the what I call the hood reporting, mm-hmm. like, you know, live from mm-hmm. <laughs> Queens. Mm-hmm. Here's what's happening on the streets and all that kind of stuff. And so um, 
I love that genre and I love that form and I cannot listen. Yeah. If I listen, I have to, I'm listening to know what's being said to culture. Mm. And so I'll listen to an album straight through, mm-hmm. but I can't like, um, this is a Kendrick Lamar day. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm going to put on Jay while I yeah. clean my room. Yeah. Like I'm like as, as churchy as it may seem, I ha- I have to have praise and worship on yeah. it. I must read my Bible daily. It it is akin to me, Jackie, like wearing a retainer after you get your braces. Yeah. If I don't wear that retainer, my teeth will shift back. Yeah. I can't pray them in place. Yeah. I can't assume because the braces came. Yeah. That my teeth are gonna stay. I need the retainer. That's what I think the Holy Spirit is. And and, and it's and it's wisdom. I, I think the difference between me 10 years ago when I was just, you know, sanctifying everything is that one, I was doing it. I thought that I had to do that for God to be okay with me, Mm. you know, Mm. which is legitimately legalism. Right. I'm saying no to all these things so that God won't send me to hell so that God won't hate me or so that, but I, I'm very convinced of God's, the pleasure that he takes in me. Yeah. Like I, I really do believe that there is no condemnation yes. for those who are in Christ Jesus. Agreed. And so now the outworking of that faith is I want to please you. Yep. And I want to please you in my mind. Yes. I really legitimately want to set my mind on things that are above and the way I can move in the direction of doing that as consistently as possible is not filling my mind with flesh. It's good. Period. Sorry, I have a challenge for whoever's listening. Um, I've been wanting to put this on social media. I ain't did it yet because I ain't feel like the Lord wanted me to, but I do now. Great with this, which is I would challenge anybody to do a secular music fast for thirty days, and in that time, listen to gospel, listen to worship, listen to CCM, Hillsong, Bethel. I don't care. Listen to the people and be asking God to renew your mind. And I guarantee you, after a month, you will see a shift in your life with God. I guarantee you. That's it. Challenge accepted. I'm already on it. So (laughs) I don't say that to be like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, man, (laughs) I guess I'll turn Jay off now. Like, no, no, like, like, no. Things will shift. I promise you. Challenge accepted. 30 days. Worship only. That's got to be a clip too. Like that's got to be, that's got to be the first one. Okay. So when, cause that right there, that will orient people. Yeah. Co-sign boot. That's all Julia. I mean, Julia got saved when she was nine. I want her testimony. I don't have her testimony. I want my kids to have that testimony. Yeah, me, my kids too. Like yeah. I'm like, I, I'm I'm tired of the shot nine times and went through. You know what I mean? Abuse and all this limped into mm-hmm. the limped into the kingdom. I want some tra la 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 testimonies. Like I have no idea what anybody's talking about. I just love the Lord since I was eleven. <laughs> I'm in my fourth generation of a generational blessing. I know nothing about curses. <laughs> 
That's all I want now. <laughs> la, 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 now la, you Pinocchio. You done been so many characters <laughs> in 90 minutes. This is now <laughs> Batman, Pinocchio. <laughs> he was a white dude hunting. <laughs> Bill, you can't say, hey, what's going on? Oh, my God. <laughs> you are talented, man. Girl, I'm dead. That is hilarious. No, that challenge accepted. And for every dweller that's listening, 30 days, no secular music. I promise you, you won't be the same person. It's impossible. I remember when I did Whole30 for the first time, went off sugar for 30 days and then extended it for like 120 days. And you finished? You did it? I finished it and then just kept on it. Oh, wow. The first time I had applesauce. Oh, I know you messed up. All it said was apples. Yeah. The ingredients, it was just apples. Yeah. <laughs> right? I didn't get like Mott's. Uh-huh. I went to uh, Sprouts, you know what I mean, and, and got the applesauce. I put that applesauce in my mouth. I think my people dilated. <laughs> I, and I, this is no exaggeration. Hit my tongue and I went like this. It was so sweet. Mm-hmm. And what I did not understand. Yeah, thank yeah, you, yeah. Holy Spirit. What I did not understand is the, the, the amount of sugar that was in my body prior to that detoxification actually desensitized me to sugar in fruit. So it did not taste as sweet as it's always been because my tongue had become so diluted mm-hmm. by artificial sugar yeah. that I could not taste and see how good nature's candy, that's what I call it, really is. Mm-hmm. Well, in the same way, if you go on this for 30 days, I promise you the words to whatever your favorite worship music is, is going to hit you different. Yep. Like, mm, it's making me emotional even thinking about it. Like, I can't listen to worship music and not be moved by it. Like, yeah. it's not just, and because I'm a lyricist and, and, and I hear words first, words move me. Yeah. And so when I hear the right words, it is such a, it is such a, a gift yeah. to know What a friend we have in Jesus. Yeah. Like my whole mindset changes yeah. when my when I know that he is actually my friend. Like like I'm like I'm going through like a, a whole and I and I'm not a singer, so I can't start singing all these songs. Yeah. But I'm thinking about songs now and they moved me. The first time I heard Christ Alone Cornerstone, mm. I was bawling my eyes out. Yeah. Weak made strong. Yeah. Like. Please accept this challenge. Please accept this challenge. Like I know. I know you love future and I know you love cash money for the nine nine and i know you love i'm just throwing out stuff because listen i i 
and all my references are gonna be old because I don't listen to <laughs> yeah. secular music like that. Like it's just, and 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 again, it's not a. It don't take all that holier than thou. Yeah, it is literally that I have been set apart. The thing about um. So so there's only two separations that God has ever made in in the earth. Two. I just, just want this to settle in. There's only two separations God has ever made in the earth. Woman from man. And Abram from the nations. Hmm. That's the two separations. You can make the you can make literally, okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. The third one would be Christ making a new group of people out of the Jews and Gentiles, right? Ephesians. So those separations were made to show you that he is other than. When he says, be ye holy as I am holy, he's saying, I want you to be completely other from the world in the way I'm completely other than you. Yeah. I'm a completely other thing than you are. Yeah. And in the world, to say be ye holy is not match my holiness. It is to be completely other than the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. And that's how they gonna know. Yeah. That's how they're gonna be attracted. That's how they're gonna be compelled. Because anytime they interact with any of us, they're gonna know you ain't from here. Mm -hmm. You don't. We all do, the world does this this way. Yeah. How are you not doing that? I'm other than that. Yeah, and that's facts. I'm literally other than that. Yeah. So my disposition is different. My generosity is different. My lifestyle is different. My responses are different. Not because I'm better than you. I'm just other than. When I go to, when I go to Australia, the, the way they know I'm different is when I talk. Mm-hmm. With my mouth closed, they don't, I don't look like a foreigner. Yeah. Australia's assimilated enough and, 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 and diverse enough that you don't, you, uh, you don't look Australian, right? You must not be from here. Yeah. They're not going to know that. When I open my mouth, they know you have an accent. Mm -hmm. As believers, they should know Jackie has an accent. Mm -hmm. Tim has an accent. Sam has an accent. Like that's, that's the. I love the challenge, girl. Yeah. Like literally, like legit, that challenge. Cause I just think you, you, oh, you got me cooking now. I'm yeah, cooking. I, I, I think it's uh the, the saints used to say holiness is still right. It is. And it is. But and I and I think one thing that people miss is the how do I say this? In God's presence, there is fullness of joy, right? And there's a sense in which I don't think people believe that holiness is joyful. I don't. I I, I think they think holiness is begrudging. I think they have this sense that letting go of the world is letting go of something good, when in fact, letting go of the world opens your hands up to God. Correct. 
who is good. He is good. He is the greatest good. Yes, that's he, right. He is he is the creator of heaven and earth. That's right. And so it's it's hard for me to conceive the idea that dying to self is not good for me. Now I'm not even talking about heaven hell. Right. Right now today. Right. Having joy in myself. You know how, why we have so much anxiety? So much depression? We are entertaining people who put that in us. We're, they're not training us to set our minds on things above. They're not training us to cast our cares on God. They're not training us to see goodness and godliness. They're, they're not trained. That's discipleship. We're being discipled by Satan's people. And we say that's doing too much. No, 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 no. So we're not doing enough. We're not doing enough. So several years ago, um, uh, I have a dear friend who, is uh md for jay rihanna several people he was in dallas um and he said would you come to the show this is when watch the throne came out okay so uh julia and i went to the went to the show obviously it's a joint album with jay and kanye um but obviously they have a pretty vast catalog on their own yeah so they came out, did a few numbers together. Then Ye had a set. Jay had a set. And then they end. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they actually ended with Niggas in Paris. And it was like, uh, they did the song as many times as the people mm. would encore them to come back. Mm-hmm. I think the most they did it was like 40-something times in L.A. Okay. Dallas, they were done after six. They were like, we're going to bed now. That was amazing. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no more. We're we're good. We heard it. Got it. You guys, you guys are in Paris. Bye. So we're 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 in like this VIP section. I'm in awe up cl- to see them both up close. Yeah. More so Jay. Jay is just a consummate professional. When you have like 10 albums in your head. And they can just play whatever song, and mm. you don't fumble a word. I can't remember my own raps. That's true. You know what I mean? <laughs> Without help, you know. So um, Kanye does his solo set. I think he had just broken up with Amber Rose. Twenty minutes. The deepest, darkest mm. spirit of depression mm. hit that room, mm-hmm. and Juliet. She looking, I'm looking. You feel that? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I feel that. The whole atmosphere changed mm-hmm. in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. This was the deepest, darkest spirit of depression. It hit. It hit 20,000. It hit a whole room. Yeah. It changed the entire atmosphere. Yeah. And we were the only ones that was like, "What yeah. is that?" Yeah. <laughs> like, do you want to be here no more? I want to go, but mm-hmm. I do want to see my friend after the show. So. Lord have mercy. So we in we over there like in that about shown that got shot. Lord, mm-hmm. <laughs> where are we? Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful I got to experience that. Yeah, because because this is what people are exposing themselves to yeah. on a daily basis. They're going to sleep to it. They're going to sleep to it. They're waking up to it. I had a I had a conversation with a friend. Um, she was, she listens to Kalani and she told me about this 
she told me about this interview Kalani had with this certain religion that she's a part of. And I was like, you know, I'm a nerd. I, I, and I, I'm, I like studying witches and mediums and stuff like that. It's weird. So I was like, oh, what religion? Let me learn about it. And it was Santeria, you know, the, oh, the worship snap. of the dead. And so I started Lord looking. Lord mercy. That's dark. <laughs> no, it is. So I started to look <laughs> at some of Kalani's songs, and she has this song called Altar. And I looked at the lyrics, and I said, hey, friend, did you know that the first uh, four lyrics is the description of a Santeria altar? But, but the, the way the song sounds, it sounds like a love song when it's a worship song to one of her ancestors. And she said, I go to sleep to that song. E. coli virus. That's what's happening. <laughs> Lord that, have mercy. That's what's happening. You're, you're listening to a song where she is worshiping the dead, a.k.a. demons. But it sound cool. It sound like pop. Sound exciting. It's demon worship. Facts.com. So... I, I I remember we gotta stop making excuses for these people. Period, point blank. Period. Yeah, and I did it. I love Beyonce, but it's, yeah, it's demon worship. So 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 as a part of because you, oh, girl, Lord have mercy. This, I didn't think we would go here. I am so glad we're here. I'm thankful. I'm great. Listen, you. So okay. So um, when I was a um, I was the young adult pastor at Potter's House. Uh, for two years. And then uh, another two, I was director of student ministry. So I had everything from birth to 30. Mm-hmm. So I, mm. my, under my purview was children, youth, and young adults. But I only spoke to the young adults. So um, I hired a youth pastor and we had to, you know, um, our, our youth ministry was shut down for a year. So after a year, we come back and I said, I want to meet with all the volunteers mm-hmm. Uh, because I want to prepare them for the generation they're trying to speak that's, to. That's good. So I took the top five, I think it was a top five or top 10 rap songs that were out at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I distinctly remember whatever year this was, Lollipop by Lil Wayne was one oh, of them. That was a jam. Printed, printed the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Printed the lyrics and I told the volunteers, I said, um, I, I started handing out lyrics of different artists to some of these volunteers. I said, I need you to stand up in the mic and read all the lyrics out loud. They wouldn't do it. They didn't. They wanted no parts of it. And, and I said, <laughs> so um, I said, if you cannot read these lyrics, you can't reach these kids. I'm trying to prepare you for what they're listening to. Mm-hmm. Now, every time, uh, it's not every time like it's a pattern now because we broke it. But my boys are 14 and 12. They've been, you, you know, they, mm-hmm. you know, CHH ain't enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, well, what is Yeet saying? <laughs> and what is, you know, triple extension, triple uh, uh, X. And I'm like, he's dead. King Von is dead. Like you're listening, like, like these dudes died faster than Pac and Biggie. Like, you know what I mean? Like this is, this is a reckless generation. <clears throat> Printed out all the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Started reading them out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> daddy, oh God, daddy, mm-hmm. stop. No, no, no. Th- th- this is what you was listening to. Mm-hmm. So I would like to know, who is the bitch in this family? Is your mama one? Mm-hmm. Is her mama one? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to know mm-hmm. if this is what you are putting in your head. That's crazy. How do you think about the women in this house? Yeah. 
If this is the women, if this is what you are putting in your head, how do you think about your cousins? Mm. Do you want to see their breasts? Do you want them to pop it? Mm -hmm. I love that. Print the lyrics. As a part of this fast, take whatever playlist you had and don't listen to the music. Print the lyrics and just read them mm -hmm. and see if it don't hit different. It's, it's, the, it's the music that weakens discernment. It's the sound, yep. right? Mm -hmm. And so even when you, when you think about it in worship, right, you, you change the sound and it shifts the room, right? It, it, it does something to us. It, it was the sound that got the demon off of Saul. And so it, when you remove the sound, <laughs> you can see now. It's the chords. That's something deep body. Motion. Dun, 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 dun. Now you want to shout. You want to dance impulsively. You don't think I want to shout. It's the sound that shifts the room. Okay. Child. Listen. This is. I Here's the thing that just messed me up. The sound weakens the sermon. Now, I know we've been talking about secular music. <laughs> but that thing hit me so hard. Because there are a lot of weak sermons being propped up mm -hmm. by a sound. Mm -hmm. It never gets you to change. It never convicts you of sin. I've always told all of my friends that are, that are uh, pastors, if you can make it through a year without one of your sermons or two or three of your sermons, like royally pissing off your congregation, mm. you're not preaching the full counsel of the word of God. Wow. I can't get through the Bible without getting convicted. Mm -hmm. How you get through a year of sermons mm -hmm. and then one of them make you, I don't want to do that. Or even feeling away. Feeling away. You, you got... The Lord of hosts, you know, or uh, Elroy coming to Hagar like, yeah, go back, though, and submit to Sarai. That don't make you feel away? Exactly. When she was being treated Exa harshly? Exactly. Right? Like, you got to, it, it got too much in there. Yeah, too much is in there. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I, like, oh, this challenge is like, this was supposed to be said. Amen. This was supposed to be said. This was supposed to be said. And it's going to free a lot of people. It's going to be a fright because here's the thing. Oh, I can't get off it. So I did whole 30 for 30 days. It's my base lifestyle now. Okay. So you pescatarian kind of, um, but it's not pescatarian. It's not pescatarian. It's, it's basically just like, uh, no, uh, processed sugar. So mm -hmm. like no bread, no rice, no mm -hmm. beans. Da, 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 da. You eat, you eat meat, veggies and fruit. Good. Right. Yeah. So that's the, the, that's the, the substratum of my, of my diet. So, now. so who? Substratum. Substratum. Explain that. Foundation. I like that. Yes. Come it's a good here. word. Because you could good... just say foundation. Yeah. But substratum was in way. there. It was in there. I liked it. There's a that dictionary that will, was a lot of syllables. It swims around in my head. Yeah. So so my 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 um it changes you. I don't think there's gonna be anybody that does this 30 day fast and is counting down the days. Oh no. Can't wait to get back to Kalani. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm missing that honey from the beehive. I can't wait to get back, jump on that crystallized horse. It only gets complicated when uh, worldly music is a part of your routines. 
right? That's good. So when you work out, like it, 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 it got weird when I had to <laughs> find something else to lift weights to. It's yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. lift weights to Miranda Curtis. Right, right. I, I did it, I, I, but I, I do can't. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do I now because I get excited in the Lord. <laughs> I'm not even playing with you. It's just like, or you listen to a podcast. Yeah. Fill, fill your mind. Yes. Like, I, we just, yeah. You are what you eat. You are what there you take go. in. You are what you take in. Uh, we we watched uh, Super Mario Brothers last night. Talk about nostalgia for the soul. Like, mm. I mean, oh my goodness. That was my whole childhood mm. in a movie, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, me and my kids watched that whole movie and we didn't have to once worry about mm. I wonder if they're going to try to slide something up in here. They always do. They all, I mean, they getting reckless now. You know what I mean? We <laughs> They getting so reckless. Ooh, they getting reckless. Mm -hmm. And what I don't, ooh, don't get me started on this. Jokers is getting reckless and they love to get, they, they love to introduce it with women. Mm -hmm. They never introduce it with dudes. Mm -hmm. They, they, they think I ain't watching, but I'm watching. Ooh. Because they try to wrap up sympathy and empathy mm -hmm. and, and all that kind of... But, but it ain't ever no two bearded dudes. Mm -hmm. Brawny, axe-carrying dudes. And I'm like, this is beautiful the love. Man, the man on the toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, it ain't the brawny oh, okay. dude. Okay. Marrying Mr. Clean. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> At least they both cleaning products. Oh, um, I... I, I think this challenge is going to help some people purge, mm. right? Good old apostolic word. Consecrate. Right? Yeah. Consecrate. Yeah. Set yourself apart. Like, it's it's who you will be afterwards and the sensitivity you will have after, afterwards. It's indescribable. Like, you can't, you can't, I, I'm trying to describe it, but you won't, you won't get it until it's done. And Can I ask something real quick? Please. The way the Lord is set up, you know how in, uh, I think it's in Timothy where he he tells, he says like all this, like add to your faith this, add to your faith that, some, 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 some. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I would basically say I wouldn't be surprised if while during the fast you're seeking the Lord, he doesn't challenge you in a particular area with an idol, right? Because even this is moving in the direction of obedience and um, a killing of the flesh that I think opens you up to discern and hear God differently. Yeah. And what I would say is when he challenges you to cut off a relationship or to not take a particular job or to get off social media for a season or to stop wearing that dress or or to stop smoking edibles, like whatever it is, say yes. Mm. Because you don't want to close that door. That's right. Because that closes a door for greater fruitfulness, greater intimacy, greater efficiency and effectiveness in the gospel. Yeah. And so if you close that door, you open another one. And so I don't, I'm, I'm basically saying, don't think just not listening to the music is enough. Right. You have to move in the direction of faith. Yeah. This is just a, this is just the beginning it's a starter kit. of greater holiness. Yeah, it is. So. But, but it's, it's, it's a, it's an accelerator. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. It's like when That's you, good. you know what I mean? When you go to the gym, um, you know, you may think you're so far off from your fitness goals yeah. And the trainer would be like, I can give you three things to do now. Yeah. And you'll you'll shed 15 pounds without yeah. even like doing another crunch. I feel like this with it when it comes to music. That's excellent. Because we, we're always telling people to guard their eyes. Mm. Mm. We don't talk enough about guarding your ears. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, if 
you will be in Philippians four. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are righteous, whatsoever thing like you will literally be there mm-hmm. if you would circumcise your ears mm-hmm. by accepting this challenge. That's good. Bing bang. Bada boom. <laughs> Forget about it. You guys are gonna be new people. It's not gonna it's gonna gonna even be a thing. Call Person, little, personality number six. <laughs> call little Tony. Tell him you're not coming over for the dinner. We're not listening to Kendrick Lamar no more. Nah, we're just gonna be listening to Oceans on repeat. I promise you, fam. It's gonna change your entire life. Forget about it. It came a point where I said, if one more church sings this song, that and Reckless Love, I said I never want to hear it again. Mm-hmm. I, I, I spirit lead me where my trust is without borders. Yes, Amen. Yes and amen, and it's done. We're, de- we're good. Well, Reckless Love. Uh, re- re- he- 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 Is that what you were talking about? You're never le- going to let me down? No, that's not the same song. Uh-uh, that's not it. That's a good, good father. Yeah. You're never going to let. No, never literally, go- I commented on that post because every time they sing it, I turn to my friend. I said, but he is, though. But I get it. Yeah, I, ultimately. Yeah, absolutely. You won't let me. Down. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, but you, but you do based hurt on my feelings. Some of my expectations are not met, yeah. and then I got to go through the valley and yeah. you know go through a pity party and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. so, yeah, but but yeah, no, he's he's gonna let you down because you don't get you don't get to have your way mm. if he is savior and lord. Hello. Many people don't want to take that L, but that L changes everything. Mm-hmm. Savior, everybody, everybody loves a rescue story. Mm. That's why we keep on making. Marvel movies. Mm. And, and it keeps getting bigger, right? Yeah. Uh, after Thanos, there's somebody else. Dang, Kang? <laughs> <laughs> what? Thanos wasn't enough. There's somebody else in another part of the galaxy doing something else more nefarious than this. We ain't gonna stop. We just gonna keep on going. Right? We love a rescue story. Mm-hmm. But lording? Mm. Don't nobody want to take that ill. Yeah. To be lorded over? You gonna tell me what to do? You gonna tell me to forgive somebody that really hurt me? Mm. You gonna tell me to love somebody that despitefully uses me? And I gotta do it. It's not a suggestion. It's not. Hey, I'm I'm submitting this to you. Why don't you pray about uh, mm. giving ten percent of your income, even though eggs are eight dollars sixty two cents? Would you be open? Just go pray about it. No, this is this is a different life, man. Yeah. This whole life is different. It is. And it is work, and it's the best work you'll ever do. Work out your salvation. Work out your salvation. With fear and trembling. But here's the good part. So for good. it is he who works in you to will and to work for his good pleasure. So all of the cost, all of the sacrifice, you're not doing it by yourself or, or even in your own strength. Yeah. The Lord is faithful so, to him who was able to keep us from stumbling, to present us faultless before his glorious presence with great joy. He'll see us and have great joy. That's the good news. When you're anchored in scripture, when you have words to stand on that come from the Bible, not your favorite podcaster, Mm. not your favorite sermon, when you have the word to stand on, the way you are able to navigate life is completely different. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that I have enjoyed anytime I've heard you is the amount of word that has anchored you. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard every interview you've done. So I, I don't want to make a blanket statement.
and I wish I, I've learned to put more ands where there used to be buts. Mm. Based on who I've seen you be in the experience I've had with your public ministry, I'm like, they don't be asking her the right questions. Mm. She got a whole cheat code to give you if you just listen, but you you asking her about. <laughs> That's true. Would you it, Yeah. It's shallow. It's shallow. Mm-hmm. I hear the word coming out of you and I'm going, why would you be asking her about lesbianism? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when God has given her a revelation in the scripture. Ask about that. I'm like, and you find a way to bring it back in the answer. Yeah. But I be like, y'all missed the whole nugget. Because yeah. you want to know, like, again, how do I, you know what I mean? Give me the prayer mm-hmm. to pray the gay away. Yeah, methods. The methods. Yeah. I, get. I get why it's a thing. Cause you know, truth be told, you you know what's a hindrance to a lot of people, they don't pray enough, and and we know that. But I mean, even this before mm-hmm. I showed up, mm-hmm. I prayed mm-hmm. and I said, "Lord, give me wisdom, mm-hmm. be with us, mm-hmm. equip me, mm-hmm. let this be for Your glory." I Absolutely. didn't just show up here. No, but, but that's what people do, right? Because they, oh, I do this all the time. I talk all the time. Yeah. I do podcasts all the time. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You still need grace. That's exactly right. And so even if somebody is interviewing somebody, they're not seeking God about how to do the interview. They're just showing up. So I so I, I, I think we would just. That's a cheat code in itself, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like that's a cheat things code would, in itself. Things would change. I prayed for you last night, me last night, us last night See? in preparation for today. That's why we did what we did. And, uh, <laughs> and I didn't have to come with cue cards and because I trust the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like for, for you to say, for our conversation to go wh- where it went and you say, I, I was meant to post this, but I didn't feel like it was time. And now mm-hmm. I feel like it's time. Those are the Holy Spirit moments we want. Yeah, We're not just producing content to produce. Let me say that louder. <laughs> this just for me. I am. Listen, I'm an introvert. I. Y'all in my house right now. I'd much rather be mm-hmm. on the couch with her. Mm-hmm. With her cute little hairdo and chilling. I don't like the privacy that I've lost. Mm-hmm. I don't like the in- anonymity, anonymity that I've lost. I had already lost a measure as a preacher. I've lost exponentially more as a podcaster. I'd rather not be this known. Mm-hmm. It goes against the way I'm wired. I wanted to be Clarence Avant. <laughs> I don't know who that is. It's a documentary called The Black Godfather. Oh, yeah, yeah. This dude. Yeah. That dude. Yeah. I found out about that dude, and I thought to myself, who hit him? <laughs> Nobody's going to say his name during Black History Month. I already know who made the peanut butter. How come nobody told me about this man here? <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> prayer would be a... <laughs> I'm sorry. Prayer is a major cheat code. It's huge. It's a huge. It's a huge cheat code for your whole life. But if we, to your point, if the metric is how many followers, if the metric is how many subscribers, if the metric is 
did anybody like it? Mm-hmm. If the metrics it metric is how many comments? If the metric if the metric is, I wonder if through her I can get mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. That's that's fleshy. Yeah, because again, I I, I do think also <clears throat> Americans. I'm sure it's, it, it exists everywhere where they're sin, but I think Americans, I think we are hyper-confident. And so we, we feel like we can show up and it's good enough because we're here, right? Like I'm smart enough. I'm thoughtful enough. I've been in ministry long enough. Like I have the tools, I have the resources. I understand the algorithm, like all the stuff. Yeah, that's scary. But it's like, we, we, we need we need God. Yes, we do. We, like we need unction. Yes, we, we do. We need we do. spirit. We like do. Daniel was not out here just interpreting Nebuchadnezzar's dreams apart from seeking God first. Like he had the insight because he sought God first. You get what I'm saying? Like Paul, he, he tells us to pray without ceasing. If you pray without ceasing, I guarantee you your fruit would be ridiculous. Absolutely correct. Even the private fruit that nobody sees. You'll be more kind to your husband. That's right. Because you pray. That's, listen, okay. Oh my gosh! So much to talk about. So much. Okay. So so um uh, a few years back, I I, I did something. Uh, there was a movement called Empower Twenty One, mm-hmm. and it was basically um, after the one hundred years from Azusa, they were like, who are the next emerging voices that okay. are going to continue to carry Pentecostalism and uh, uh, the charismatic movement into the future? And so. Um, I did. I, I actually enjoyed that season. I did did a lot of great work with with those people. We 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 met. Um, I'll never forget this. It was it was a group of people. We met at the DFW airport in Terminal D in the Grand Hyatt. Mm. They had a little. They have a one a boardroom there, mm-hmm. so everybody was able to fly in, but not have to go anywhere That's else. Dope. Fly in, do this, fly back out. So we're all down there, and we're talking about how do we get, you know, um, traction for this movement and the way we want to make it all happen. And there's several people around this table. and A lot of them are Americans, but some are um, uh, from different countries. So we're all talking. And uh, the Americans are kind of leading the charge. Mm-hmm. And embarrassingly, much to my chagrin, I'm one of them. Right. So we're all talking and we're all strategizing because we're strategists and we're mm-hmm. smart to your point. Mm-hmm. Right? We're smart and we know we know what we're doing and we know what works and we know how to put it together. and We know how to blah, 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 blah. And there's these two guys from Jakarta in mm-hmm. Indonesia. They haven't said a word. And so we're talking, talking, talking. We're strategizing. We're getting on. And then sheepishly, one of them raises their hands. Excuse me. I don't know how to really do an Indonesian mm-hmm. accent, but excuse me, sir. Um, everything you've talked about here is really good. Uh, and and we we want to take everything in. Mm-hmm. However, um, in our country, we, we can't use these strategies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a predominantly Muslim country. Mm-hmm. And so we can't use the strategies that you have here. We have bread towers that are all around the city. And people are praying in those towers 24 hours a day. They take shifts of six hours and 12 hours and they just pray. We bought a coffee shop in the center of downtown and we pray 
that Jesus will reveal himself mm. to the people in the city and lead them through the Holy Spirit to a coffee shop. Mm. There's a key word that they have to know. We know if the Holy Spirit spoke to them because they say the key word while they ordered their coffee and then we talk to them about Jesus. Mm. We just wanted to know where is prayer in your strategy? Wow. <laughs> Happened once and it wasn't going to happen again. Yeah. I shut my mouth. I was embarrassed. Mm. Mm. I was embarrassed. <laughs> I was so embarrassed that I thought our strategy yeah. would do something only prayer can. Yeah. True. That's a great story. I like that. It was very humbling. Yeah. It was incredibly humbling. I I this podcast, people have tried to ask, hey, can you tell us how to can we meet with your producers? Can we? God told me to do a podcast, so I did it. That's obedience. Yeah. And then we prayed about the direction and how we should do it and, and cultivate the safe space for people to be able to share their vulnerability without feeling like they would be judged by it. Yeah. And the mandate was to get as many people to the basement as we can and to be as vulnerable as we possibly can and to remove the veil between what is polished and what is just the authenticity of what it means to be a believer. Yeah. To be able to sit down and hold space with you, Jackie, and say, what's on your mind? Well, I'm grieved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not like... So in your latest book, uh, yeah. <laughs> in the latest book, Holier Than Thou, Jackie, in chapter 12, mm -hmm. oh my God, mm -hmm. what were you, I underlined it, what were you thinking? You wrote that on that page. Is there a time for that? Absolutely correct. Yeah. I'd rather know yeah. <laughs> the heart of this author. Mm -hmm. I know now, I, I, I'm endeared to you even more now knowing the conviction behind <laughs> yeah. what you write in your book, what you present when you're speaking, it's there. But those are the things we talk about in private. Mm -hmm. I'm grieved at my, I'm grieved at my friends. Some of these people are my friends. Mm -hmm. I love them. But they went through a whole blunt in the hotel room. And then sang at somebody's church the next day. Yeah. And left the church with a bill mm. to get the scent of weed out of the room. Wow. It's not okay. Yeah. That's grievous. Yeah, it is. And if we could through fasting and prayer, because everybody thinks fasting is just January, mm -hmm. as opposed to a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. I do intermittent fasting, mm -hmm. so I only eat within a six to eight hour window. That's why my heart is so mm -hmm. soft. It's why the Holy Spirit can whisper and I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Like I could think something and be like, I'm so sorry, mm -hmm. everybody. It's like what? I'm so sorry. And mm. even though it didn't come out of my mouth, it was in my head. Mm. That's why our text thread is so honest. Because um this is a lifestyle. Yeah. It's it's 
I don't see it as an option. Mm. I don't, you don't come out of the depravity I came out of. I was sexualized at eight. You don't, you don't have a mindset of purity. Yeah. If this ain't your life. Yeah. It's and, hard to do. And I, I agree. Uh, because I feel like one of my tasks as a Christian and even just a person of influence in the earth now is to show people that they don't have options because they think they do. Right. And so it's like when Jesus says, eat of my flesh, drink my blood, this is a hard saying and they leave and he goes to Peter and he's like, Hey, y'all going to go. He's like, no, where can we go? He knew he didn't have options. And that's where discipleship happens, <laughs> is recognizing that he really is the only way. He really is the truth. And he really is the life that no man can come to the Father except, except by him. There's no other way. And um, I think the enemy so wants us to not believe that's true. You know? All right. So it's my favorite leadership uh, principle in well, the entire me. Bible. I've been is, trying to learn leadership stuff. Is is John six, okay. it, which you just quoted, and um, Jesus essentially says, "Eat me," yeah, which it would be offensive in twenty twenty three, right? And he knows they don't know what he means, mm. and he does not clarify. Mm. So it makes it a hard saying. That's true. What makes it a hard saying? The fact that I'm not even giving you the revelation of what I mean. Mm. Choke on it if you must. But this is what I'm saying, because at every stage of Jesus's earthly ministry, he is vetting. Why mm. are you following me? That's good. What is the motive behind you calling me rabbi? What is the motive behind mm. you showing up to hear me speak? Is it for the fish and the loaves? Mm. Is it for the miracles that I do? Mm. Or is it for me? Yeah. He's constantly vetting that for three and a half years. This was nuclear. Mm. You have this conversation. You tell these people the bread that came from heaven. Moses didn't do that. My dad did. <laughs> and then literally dovetails that conversation into I'm the bread. And then says, eat me. <laughs> Chow. Okay. So <laughs> then, 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 uh, Peter says, uh, well, uh, read 66, which you read, uh, which you said, uh, John six sixty six. Okay. At this point, many of his disciples turned away and deserted him. Then Jesus turned to the 12 and asked. Now remember the 12 is the ones he chose. Mm -hmm. Many disciples left. He didn't choose them that they were with him and he accepted them. But the ones he chose his original 12, he says, are you also going to leave? Simon Peter replied, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words that give eternal life. We believe and we know you are the Holy One of God. And I think Jesus' uh, hypoglycemic levels were low this day. Because mm. that seems like a response that you would give a kudos to, mm. right? Like, you, my, my guy, mm. you, mm -hmm. you on the money, dude, rest of them. But you, he, and Jesus looks at them and goes, let me just read it because it's better. Mm. <laughs> After this great, response from simon peter jesus response is i chose the 12 of you but one is a devil <laughs> <laughs> i just think his blood
blood sugar was low that day. He was not in the mood. He was not in the mood for the whole day. He, that dude said, to whom would we go? You're the one that has the words to return to life. <laughs> I chose the 12 of you, but one of you is a devil. Like, and then turns around, starts walking. You're just supposed to be behind him like, okay. I don't even know which one it is, right? <laughs> it's so awkward. So here's the thing, though. To best of my knowledge, based on uh, John's account, which covers all three and a half years of his earthly ministry, to best of my knowledge, it's he's 12 to 18 months in mm. when, he, when he says this. Mm-hmm. It's like. That's quick. Yeah. It's pretty quick, right? Yeah. A year and a half, two years later. They're sitting down for this supper. He blesses the bread. He breaks it. Take. Eat. This is my body. Mm. It's two years before they get the revelation of what he meant. Mm. They don't know if it's literal or not. They're mm. like, ah. mm. A hard saying is meant to vet your intentions. That's good. He may give you an answer. It's not coming at the same time. That he gives you the statement. Yeah. But if you don't stick around, you won't know. It's two years later. Yeah. Take, eat. This is my body. Drink. This is my blood. I believe hmm. that one of the reasons why you've been able to receive the revelations that you've received from God Mm -hmm. is because you didn't let the hard saying stop you from pursuing it. Hmm. Like I've never even thought about that until I'm sitting across from you right now. And Jackie, that's what I think it is. You didn't let, you did not let the hard sayings in scripture Hmm. make you go. That don't mean that he don't mean that was for a certain time. (laughs) He don't really mean it like that now. And like, you got to put that in context. And I don't know if I trust the whole Bible anyway. Mm -hmm. This is how a lot of people justify their options. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I come to the Bible with the presupposition that God is good. Literally. Mm -hmm. And so even if I run into a text like, you know, Genesis 16. Yeah. With Hagar and uh, how she flees to the wilderness of Shur, and I feel away because she's leaving Sarai. She's leaving this home where she's being treated harshly, where she's being abused, where she's being low-key handed over as a concubine, as a sex slave to yep. Abram, yep. right? And she's trying to go back home to Egypt, and she meets God, and he's like, yeah, but I, I want you to go back and submit to her. But because I have the presupposition that God is good, my assumption is that even if it doesn't feel right to me, he's being good somewhere. He And so that assumption opens up the text for me to see that, oh, no, you 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 are being good because, one, you're putting her in a position to, to actually mirror Jesus mm. who comes into the world and does what? Submits to suffering. And so Hagar is not doing anything that God himself isn't going to eventually do. Um, but you also are going to bless her. <laughs> like you like, hey, Ishmael, he going to be a nation. So you're not even going to have one child. You're going to have a whole nation come out of your womb. It's the same promise he gave to Abraham That's in Genesis exactly 12. Right. That's exactly so, right. so all I'm saying is, yep. is that there are a lot of difficult things in scripture 
um, that can really affect us and, and make us feel a type of way about God. But what has Jesus said about him? That tells us who he is. That's exactly right. And then we interpret out of that lens. Yeah. And so I think that would actually really help a lot of people. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> even that is a revelation, right? That most people don't receive because it is, it takes into consideration that he is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, and that my finite mind could never understand Mm-mm. reading one episode mm-hmm. how he wants to play that out yeah. for his good, yeah. right? And in, in the when you see the 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 emergence of both Joseph and Mary mm-hmm. being the fulfillment of prophecies mm-hmm. through David. Mm-hmm. Both of them are the fulfillments of prophecy. Mary is the fulfillment of the prophecy through the Davidic line that your seed mm-hmm. will sit in this seat for perpetuity, yeah. in perpetuity, right? Yeah. While Joseph is fulfilling the prophetic word that your seed will never sit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because if you follow Joseph's bloodline, it goes through Rehoboam. Mm-hmm. If you, hmm. follow, if you follow uh, Mary's bloodline, it goes through Nathan, hmm. which is not just a prophet that corrected David. It's one of his sons. Hmm. And so both of these are the fulfillment of prophecy. Hmm. But it's the reason why they can't consummate and make Jesus hmm. is because one prophecy through Joseph's blood hmm. is your, your seed will never sit in that seat, hmm. while the other one is, and which is why the Immaculate Conception happens, and he is born of He's really good at what he does. Yeah. If we let him, as my kids would say, if we let him cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just let him cook. He knows what he's doing. He, his, his way is way better than yours. His way is way better than mine. I can't tell you how many times I thought I had the right way and he was like, don't do it. And I'm like, I can't tell you how many things I walked away from yeah. that I thought, this is crazy. And only in hindsight, no, oh, you saved me. Mm-hmm. Not only, I didn't even dodge a bullet. I wasn't around when the gun got made. Mm-hmm. You saved me. It'll make you, it'll make you think about your life different. That's facts. God is great. <sighs> I, I'm going to add to that thought. Uh, Please. Briefly. Because... It was this? probably last year I was listening to uh, Miranda Curtis is probably one of my favorite worship artists. And she was at this church in Canada. It was one of those, you know, those random, like the church recorded it and they yeah. threw it up on YouTube. Yeah, but yeah, I've yeah. been liking it. <laughs> Me too. Because it, it'd be like, you know, 30 minutes of just random, spontaneous worship. I love it. Just, yeah, we just, love that. That's just my favorite. Yeah. So she, got to, she gets to this point where she starts to just sing and call on God, who's the Lord of hosts and say like, you'll fight for me. Mm. You'll fight for me. And mm. I was just teaching through, uh, David and Goliath about God fighting for him. So it was already on my mind, but I had been teaching through it. So excited yeah, and feeling like, yes, like he is a warrior and yeah. like working on behalf of his people. And I felt like the Lord was like, but you don't believe that. I was like, wait. And he was like, you don't believe I'll fight for you. That's why you're so guarded. That's why you don't love people. That's why you don't trust people. I was like, dang. Like I didn't, I didn't know my unbelief was showing up in that way. Right. And so I sat with God. I said, okay, God, I was like, I need you to show me 
when you fought for me because it's hard to believe it. I've been through a lot, right? I've been abandoned. I've been rejected. I've been bullied. My dad walked out. I've been molested. Like that don't feel, I know you good, but that don't feel like you defended me. And so maybe a, what was it? A week later, I got a random DM from my brother on my dad's side. I got two siblings on my dad's side and we don't ever talk. And he just randomly DM me. And I was like, okay, we'll see what this is about. I probably ain't talked to this man since my daughter was a baby. So probably seven years ago. So we get on the phone. Long story short, he starts talking about our dad and he was closer to him than I ever was. My dad was very much in and out of my life. I might've saw him 10 times in my whole life. Right. And so he was telling me about how my dad did these really obnoxious things where he was like abusing women, where he was like doing drugs, where he was doing all of this stuff. And I felt like the Holy Spirit in the strongest way says your fatherlessness was me protecting you. I did not want you to be around that. And I was like, oh my, I was like, that is a paradigm shift for me where this whole entire time I've been feeling like, my dad left and abandoned me. And it's such a marker in how I see myself, but actually seeing that the Lord was keeping me from danger, keeping me from observing his treatment of women, keeping me from being exposed to stuff because of his drug abuse, keeping me from all of that. Why? Because he's the Lord of hosts. And so I think we got to start asking God these questions saying, God, okay, you said this, show me, show me in yeah. humility, yep. but saying, show me yep. and he will, and he will increase your faith because of it. So now I feel very confident. I still struggle because I still don't trust people, <laughs> but I feel more confident in knowing, oh, you really are working all things together yeah. for my good. <sighs> I think that connected to what you were saying. That was so beautiful. I see everything in pictures. Yeah. I've never shared that before. So vulnerability. It's cute. <laughs> I started preaching so I wouldn't cry. Because you start, you know, you start moving your hands. Like, you ain't got to cry so much. I was like, I got to preach this thing. I can't, I can't talk it no more. Oh, my God. That is, um, first of all, thank you for that gift. Because it's very, very sweet. And um, I have Bible for everything. So let me just go to where I feel that to go because this is I've never thought about it in this way and so I'm like a real emo today where are you at Genesis Exodus Exodus so um, oh my god I'm gonna try to get through this without crying I'm already weepy so whatever my voice is cracking just deal with it all right so one day moses said to the lord you have been telling me take these people up to the promised land but you haven't told me you haven't told me who will whom you will send with me mm. you have told me i know you by name and i look favorably upon you ah i am jacked up okay Ooh, okay mm. If it is true that you look favorably on me, let me know your ways so I may understand you more fully and mm -hmm. continue to enjoy your favor. Mm -hmm. And remember that this nation is your very own people. The Lord replied, uh, I will personally go with you, Moses, and I will give you rest. Everything 
will be fine for you. Then Moses said, if you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. He wasn't even assured by the first statement that he, that he uh, was given. Yeah. So, he, so, he, so he digs deeper, right? If you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. How will anyone know that you look favorably on me, on me and on your people if you don't go with us? For your presence among us sets your people and me apart from all other people on the earth. The Lord replied to Moses, I will indeed do what you have asked, for I look favorably on you, and I know you by name. Moses responded, then show me your glorious presence. Mm -hmm. uh, then the, the Lord replied, I will make all my goodness. I will make all my goodness pass before you. And I will call you. I will call out my name, Yahweh, before you. For I will show mercy to anyone I choose, and I will show compassion to anyone I choose. Um, but you may not look directly at my face, for no one can see me and live. The Lord continued, uh, Look, stand near me on this rock. As my glorious presence passes by, I will hide you in the crevice of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I'll remove my hand and let you see me from behind, but my face will not be seen. Okay, most people, most theologians believe that that episode right there is what allowed him to write Genesis, mm. uh, the book of Genesis. But the whole thing of, if you, I'm going to show you my goodness. Mm-hmm. That's been the recurrent thing that I've heard come out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. He's good. I presuppose that if he's good, then everything that he has for me is good. And for him, for you to ask that question, well, first of all, for him to point it out yeah. is incredibly kind. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many times in my life the Lord has let me dance around with a dumb thought in my head for a decade and a half and then be like, I'm calling you on it. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. You've had a grudge against me. No, I haven't. <laughs> Yes, you have. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I was pissed with you. Right. <laughs> but for him to point that out and to show you his goodness and for you to receive it, that's how good he is. Yeah. That he wouldn't even let you live with a lie. Yeah. Cause he's a good dad. He's a really good dad. He's a dad. He's a he he's not he ain't a stepdad. No. Right? So he is a dad. Yeah. He is not petty. So. So you gonna trust some people now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's a, that, those those who are worthy of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's a there there's a there is there is um um trust is earned. What I would submit to you is um, with those you feel inclined to put, just put your faith in them. Yeah. Because the, the prerequisite to a relationship with God is not trust. Mm. He knew. Mm -hmm. you, 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 to trust me is going to take some time. You need empirical data. Mm. Without faith, it's impo it is impossible to please him. Mm. Not without trust. Mm -hmm. Right? And so... Trusting God is based on uh, empirical data. Mm -hmm. Faith 
is I don't know if you can do anything that you said you can do. Yeah. But I put my faith in you. Yeah. And I hold the tension in my life even right now. There, there are certain things God has done in my life. I just trust him. Like I don't, I don't talk to him about money no more. Yeah. Period. Like he told me not. He said, "Don't ever talk to me about money again." And so I haven't. Mm-hmm. When I was a, when I was a pastor, here's a cheat code for some pastors. When I was a pastor and finances low and going through stuff, the Holy Spirit told me, "Don't talk. Don't 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 talk to me about money. Mm-hmm. You you ain't gonna ever have to worry about money. So don't talk to me about money." Mm-hmm. So when I when the finances don't reflect, yeah, that. I just start praying for people to get jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those that that don't have jobs, I pray for them to get jobs. Those that uh, are uh, that are employed, I pray for bonuses. I pray for mm-hmm. promotions. I pray for all this kind of stuff. Give and go right back up. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I've learned to pray for people, not for That's stuff. Good. That's good. Not for things. And you know, my boys are trying to figure out life. Fourteen and twelve. How could they not? And they have violated our trust. And so we will tell them we don't trust you. Mm-hmm. But we have faith in you. Mm, that's good. We do have faith in you. Yeah. And I think for you, Jackie, there's just going to be some people this year that he just says, put a little faith in them. Just put a little faith in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of faith. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It ain't got to be. He's, he's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Worthy to be praised. Yeah, he's a mind regulator. All right. <laughs> soul keeper. All right. If I'm getting in your business too much, just say, Tim, stop. Mm-hmm. Your family's supposed to be bigger than what it is. What you mean? The, we don't get to choose the family that we're born into. Mm-hmm. We do get to choose the family mm-hmm. that we want to spend our lives with and do life with. Yeah. And so I feel like I just sense this. I'm not saying it's the Holy spirit, but my sense is based on our conversation that he just wants your family to be bigger than what it is. Mm-hmm. There might be some brothers and sisters mm-hmm. that are going to be way better than some people you just talk to every seven years. Yeah. Okay. So we, I, I don't think it's change, a, we can change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> You finish via text. Or <laughs> I leave. I leave that there. God I leave that there. God is good. Yeah. That's all we know is God is good. Yeah. And this has been good. This has. This has been real good. I think. I think I I I think the Holy Spirit had His way. Yeah, I I, I think he. He showed up strong, um, in a way people might not expect or have even wanted. Yeah. Uh and they have the the choice to keep to have kept listening or yeah. or, or not. Yeah. But I, I think God he he desires um a holy people. Yeah. Um and not primarily just for the sake of holiness, but for the sake so they they can know him. Yeah. Absolutely. And God wants to be known. He does. And enjoyed. Yes. And so yeah. That's all this is. And my, <sighs> and my mouth is dry. <laughs> I've been having to use the bathroom for like. Oh, then when we started talking about politics, I was like, "Oh man, (laughs) my bladder." Where's the bathroom? (laughs) Remember, I told you you could go anytime. That's so rude. It ain't ain't rude. That is rude. That would completely throw me if I'm talking to somebody. They just walk away from the chair. Well, I mean, if you give us context that why you left was it's just weird now. All right, coming back with moist hands. Hey, I'm back. Okay, we're about to wrap this podcast because of that right there. This is the 
This is the best way to end the podcast ever is a bio break. Yeah. That that's how it's gonna end. It Thank is. you for being Thank my you. guest. Like this has been Thank you, Apostle. <laughs> this has been so good for me. And I know it's been good for our dwellers. I hope it's been good for you. Yeah. And I hope uh would you be opposed to coming back? Yeah, that's fine. E. I like the this this valley you got. <laughs> I love that. I love it. It's, ba- it's it's giving like a reclaimed plantation. That's that's what what? That's exactly why we bought this house. Oh. Like know. like Juliet had already fa- fallen in love with the house. I was not in love with the distance from mm-hmm. where I was at the uh at the church. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you walk in and you turn around, you walk out and you're on the front porch. And because the the, the front yard is so big, mm-hmm. in my mind I could see my ancestors bent over. Yeah, it looks like that. Like like picking cotton yeah. with, you know, the master in the rocking chairs yeah. sipping lemonade. Yeah. And I'm like, we live in the house that the master. Look at that. So that's how it feels to me. I love that. So the fact that you got that same yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It, it, it is reclaimed plantation. It is. Because it it's, it's, this, baby, this is like a plantation style house, right? Yeah. And, and I said that. That's one of my major reasons. My sister from another mister, man. I'm trying to tell y'all. All right. Anyway, I love you guys. Jackie got to pee. So we got to go. Till next time. Peace.